G'day, you fine legends. Welcome to Down Under Sigma. You are here, as always, with the coach and his friend. Uh, or maybe he's a friend, maybe he isn't the friend, depending on where you stand <laughs> in this community. Liam, Shadowhammer, you've had a lot of love and hate this week. How are you, mate? I am great, and I'm loving the split community of dislike and love Liam. It's been great. I think it's soon going to be a meme very, very soon. But also, I'm the lawmaster. Remember that. I am also a lawmaster. Um, Matt's disappointed in that comment. Um, but yeah, I mean, good man. How about you? I'm really well. And um, uh, we might have Dave. Oh my gosh, Dave. We've just been trying to sort out some tech difficulties. Hey. And Dave, Dave comes in, takes off his shoes. Uh, <laughs> guys, we are here on the on the Down Under Sigma stream. We are going to be talking all things the Australian Masters, which happens this weekend down in Melbourne. Uh, we have 10 challenges to the throne. We have the back-to-back -back master himself. Uh, we'll do the round-robin introductions first. Uh, we'll start with the master because he is the master. He won in 2017. He won in 2018. Will he win in 2019? Will he be the tri triple crown? It is Dave, the mango himself. Kerr, how are you, Dave? Good, mate. How are you? Really good. Really good. Glad you could join. I, I, I know the yep. technology, you, you, you plugged your, your Wi-Fi into the mango. And, uh, uh, no, <laughs> I basically just like trying to access all of my information um, just to get on here, I'm pretty sure. Well, um, I, I'm now tracking your cookies. I'm now tracking your your um, yeah. your, your adult yeah. website. I'm not on. I'm not on my burner, uh, so you won't get anything bad. <clears throat> right. Um, well, I'm Dave. As uh, as Magro nicely pointed out, uh, I'm the current reigning master. In a week's time, we'll know if that's uh, still still the title I hold. Um, I think it'll be a hard one. So if, if anyone likes wrestling, Dave is the the undisputed. He is the inaugural. He is the absolute legend that is the master. And we have three people on this stream who are going to be vying for his spot. Uh, the first one is uh, the overlord himself. He runs Bush Radio. He, he runs basically the whole of Victoria. He is uh, the legend himself. You've probably seen him on Faction Focuses. It is Joel the Overlord. McGrath, how are you, mate? Good, mate, yourself. Yeah, really good. And for, good. So for anyone who hasn't seen your 5,000-point mega battle, who hasn't, you know, listened to the, the fine linguistics that is <laughs> you guys on the source, uh, give give everyone the introduction. Uh, that's the guilty pleasure, mate, Bush Radio. Uh, the guilty pleasure of podcast, um, you know, area in the, in the community. So, yeah, get on it. It's good. <laughs> uh that that was a, that was a good intro, and um, oh sorry, yeah, yeah anyway, that'll do. People should know me. If they mate, don't, so well known that he doesn't even need your introduction. You just know him as this guy who runs the Beast of Chaos. He runs Slanesh. He is an absolute legend. Uh, also, a man who basically is my co-host these, these days uh, is the mayor, the mayor of Dubbo himself. Uh, he hasn't had to do any like building openings today, so uh, we reined him in. How are you, Mayor? I'm doing well, thanks, buddy. How are you? Good. Want to do the introduction? I mean, it's not like they've, they've, they've just seen the Bone Daddy video. Uh, sorry for people who got triggered by me calling them the Bone Daddies uh, on, on the stream. <laughs> oh, and that mustache. And that mustache. Yeah. <laughs> also, Staunch Lords. You can't call them Staunch Lords. Yeah, I, tr I triggered a few people from that video. <laughs> I'm, I was fine with it. I found it was hilarious. 
Anyway, Mia, do your intro. Uh, oh, yeah, okay, on, on Matt, <laughs> the, the mayor. Um, yeah, if you haven't seen me on here before, um, yeah, I don't know, I'm from Albury, um, been playing AOS for a few years now, and yeah, heading off to Masters finally, missed out just last year, and um, so yeah, pretty keen for the weekend, just catch up with with old mates, and I don't, I don't think I've actually ever really spoke to Dave before, so it'll be good to catch up with him and get to meet him and, um, yeah, and everyone else. So it should be good. Cool. All right. Solid crew. Uh, and then we also have Ash McKeering coming on uh, later in the show as well, who everyone may know him from um, F the Meta video and a few other videos as well. So he'll be tagging along with us as well. He's also qualified for the Masters. But, yes, Um so, Magro, do we have any? We don't have much news for AOS. Yeah, uh, mm. we've got the the new Battle Force boxes coming soon. Yeah, we've got that coming out this week, and then we also had some artwork released for the Slaves of Darkness, and that was it, really. Yeah. Um, which I'm I'm not gonna many, lie, it, big one. Wasn't many. There wasn't many AOS uh, Battle Force boxes. What, there were only four or something in there. I think there were only four on each side. Yeah. Oh, is two, it? Oh, right. I think yeah. so. Uh, five for um, 40k, but there's four Battle Force boxes, and two of them are based on armies from the stuck collecting box, so Stormcast and Nighthaunt. And then there's a Skaven one and a someone, oh, and a Gloomspite. The Gloomspite, the Nighthaunt, the Stormcast, and yeah. 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 They're pretty good boxes. The Nighthaunt one is just so many models, like so many sprues. I can see myself opening that box being like, this is overwhelming. But yeah. (laughs) Like, it's just overwhelming amount of sprues. But, yeah. Um, so, looking, so pretty much news-wise, we only got Slaves of Darkness, but we know that's coming out and they're showing off some artwork. So I think we can talk about games played. Um, any of you guys been doing much practice for this weekend, even though it's a big one? A couple of games. Yeah? In, How have they been going? In between painting. Um, oh, I've lost them both, so great start. Um, Get, getting, no. getting all your getting all your bad losses out first. Yeah, just I'll... just working out how the army works, to be honest, because it's a new army of that's I've only played three games with the army itself. The, the first game was a different list; it was a Nagash list. Um, but yeah, just just playing a couple of games just to because obviously reading the book and looking at rules is a lot different actually playing the army and and knowing how it works. Um, so yeah, just trying to get those games out and and just work out how it works, to be honest. Yeah. So a couple of games, um, both close games. They weren't, it wasn't like I got whitewashed. But I have noticed noticed one thing with the army is it just doesn't die. Like it's just both games, like one game was against Skaven and the other game yesterday against Jesse Perkins Feck. And um, uh, yesterday against Jesse, I think I might have lost one hero or something like and that was against oh, and my st- unit of six stalkers, and that was it. Like I didn't even lose half my army against Feck, so it's pretty good. Um, Skaven the other day was a bit the same. I barely lost anything as well. So, but it's it's a lot different to what I'm used to playing. Um, I'm used to playing those, you know, obviously death and everything dies, so you just throw it in people's faces and you expect it to die. And so it's just getting my head around that. Um, just working out those sorts of things. So I'll try and get a game tomorrow night, hopefully, and then, yeah, be ready for the weekend. Solid. Solid, solid, solid. Um, Dave, can I just say, we'll talk about your army list later, but have you practiced with yeah. this army? 
<laughs> have you had any practice yeah, games? Because the last time I saw you, you were running orcs. And you said, oh, and this is my master's list. And then I look at the master like, list. I'm like, that's not orcs. And we will bring up lists soon. So we'll yeah, talk we'll lists and, and, share, and, and we'll share what Correct. they're actually bringing. But yeah. Um, I'd just like to give um, Matt a bit of advice here from an old wizened masters player. If you lose all your games running for about two, three weeks into masters, you'll probably win. <laughs> <laughs> so funny, you know, one, one of the listener questions we got was actually from the mayor of Dubbo and he, and I'll read the question. He says, uh, can you please ask Dave Kurt how it's going to feel uh, for him to become the Australian master for the next six months? And then six, also 16, ask, it was. yeah, 16 months. And uh, also to ask uh, for a cheat sheet on uh, how he can beat your army, uh, please. And thanks. So he, he, uh, he really appreciates your <laughs> insights. Yep. Um, no worries. Uh, it's gonna feel it's gonna feel good for a while, mate. And then uh, the pressure starts to build, and the expectations start to build, and begins to get crushing. And then you you find yourself sitting in the bottom of a shower one day, and you just kind of shaking a bit. And you know, <laughs> but no, uh, a cheat sheet for beating my army is just um, kill the big things, I guess. Just kill all my units. Yeah. Um, no, you can leave no. the noblars, but yeah. That was no, what you do against what, Dave. What, what you do yeah. against Dave is you push it forward and hope for the best, right? That's how you play <laughs> most of the armies these push, days. Push it well, forward. that's how I'm playing mine. Fuck her up. <laughs> so you've had practice games with the ogres, yeah? I have, I have. If if you want me to go in later, how I got to the stage of submitting an ogre list, I can. I'll happily go through. Right, that cool. was yeah. that was one of the questions they wanted to know why you some of you guys have submitted lists that are uh, very new battle tomes so um, potentially ba- uh, armies that you ha- that haven't gotten you to this point so um, yeah stay tuned we'll talk about that one because with Runax how many games did you win with the orcs um. <laughs> Two or three. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. That's that's the reason why. There's a, okay, right, just like, I swear he was running a master's list. Um, yeah, okay, I think cool. I won three. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. The long weekend. It was ages ago. It was like two weekends ago. <laughs> yeah, it's a long time ago now. Before um, list submission? It was, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, it was like a week before, two weeks before list submission, yeah. Um, Joel, um, you yourself, have you had any practice games with your army list? Uh, so I had a couple of games with this particular list um, a while ago, and they're actually uh, been bat ripped. So you can go back and watch those on the Measure Gaming YouTube channel if you want to. Just a self endorsement there. No, it's fine. I don't care. I've got nothing to hide. Um, <laughs> but uh, I had a game yesterday against uh, old mate Patrick Nevin, uh, the Salt Master himself, and um, yeah, you know he's, he he beat me because we we're just I was just trying out some different shit. Good to throw him a bone against Lanesh every now and again, um, you know, to stop his bitching. Keeps me humble from losing. So, um, you know, it's good. <laughs> I did well, another, I did, tomorrow as well, so. another listener question was uh, from Pat Nevin, our friend, and said, uh, how does Joel McGrath feel uh, recently being uh, had a crushing defeat at the hand of the mortal corn army? Uh, how is it going to affect your confidence going into the Masters? So... Uh, he is throwing salt. He is trying to get under your skin, even though he's not attending. <laughs> and he's your club mate. <laughs> he is, yeah. Uh, look, I, I think... wouldn't expect anything less from him. 
I think you can see that response on Twitter. I think there's a photo that Pat Nevin said, this is the face of a guy who just got defeated by a corn army and it's Joel pretty much flipping us off. <laughs> yeah, look, if, if that's the first time you've seen that photo, it's because every time he beats me, he takes a photo of me, I'm usually flipping him off. So, um, <laughs> yeah, you might not see that too often. All right, cool. Liam, yeah. how, um, how are you going with your games? Are you doing any hobby and are you playing any games? Uh, I've been working, but I've had a game against Chris Welfare with new Bone Daddies, and um, he was not happy. Um, yeah, he doesn't like crawlers. Um, he thinks they're super strong, which I don't see, but yeah, he thinks they're super strong. So it's been good. Um, I've been just enjoying the hobby part mainly. Um, probably trying to get everything built so I can have more practice games before CanCon. So yeah, how about yourself? Yeah, I am uh, building at the moment. So um, I've recently been hacking up a uh, out of production high elf hero. I think he's called, what's he called, Calador or Caladron or uh, basically someone who's dead. Uh, the the um, the old leader of the Phoenix Guard, and I'm converting him to be free guild. So uh, that'll be my new anointed. Um, yeah, what are you laughing at? I just love how you make elves into humans when it should be the other way around when humans want to be elves. No, no. This is my, this is my hobby. Don't ruin my hobby. I, I'm not, I'm not going to ruin your hobby. This is but... why people say to me on my chat that they don't like you, Liam. Stop ruining my hobby. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying that elves are superior than humans. Anyone... Right, I'm, I'm going to kick you off the show now. All right, we're, we're getting completely sidetracked because Liam is being a jerk. Um, it sounds like we're getting into the Masters chat already, which is wonderful. I just want to do a couple of quick shout-outs, as we always do in every episode, and that is talk a little bit about around the grounds of what's happening. So from an event point of view, I just want to highlight uh, next weekend there is HeroCon happening up in Brisbane. Uh, we've got Call to Glory, which is obviously CanCon, 240 players happening. Uh, if you haven't got a ticket and you want to come, jump on the wait list, contact Heralds of War. Uh, there is a wait list. People always drop out. Uh, put your name on that register. If you come into CanCon as well, definitely check out uh, Vince Venturella's painting workshop the day before at Jock Gaming. I'm probably going to go there. It should be a really good time. I did his painting seminar at Adepticon, and I learned so much about non-metallic metal, uh, and that was only in a two-hour workshop. Um, Victoria's just announced a, an event in February. Uh, the TTD, I think it's, I can't remember, something, something. The Throw dice. the dice. Throw the dice. I knew it was something, the dice. Uh, they, they're running a two-dayer, their first two-dayer, which should be really cool. And as of Saturday, the 1st of uh, December, Doom and Darkness is getting tickets out for uh, SAGT. It's sold out this year. Uh, it should be a great one. Uh, I'm certainly keen on going if I can get a ticket. You guys any, You guys going to Saggy T? Hopefully. Maybe. Yeah. Going to three of those four. Yeah. Did I... enjoy myself last time? I I missed out last time. Um, I'm pretty keen, but then it all depending on like other events that may happen next year as well. So yeah, we'll see what happens. Speaking of what else has happened recently, there's been a whole bunch of new content. So I'll, I'll give out some shouts. Uh, Heralds of War put out a new podcast with Dan uh, Worsley around the Living Cities. Uh, Failed Charge have uploaded their whole library now of the Runax Team Tournament. Um, Joel, you guys have put out the your episode 50 of um, your video bet reps, uh, and this yeah. was a 5,000-point mega battle. It was, yeah. Um, so 50th bat rep on the um, 
YouTube channel for Measured Gaming, which is pretty exciting stuff. We've smashed them out pretty quick, which is good. Uh, you get what you pay for, which is nothing. So uh, the quality isn't the best, but yeah, they're uh, digestible because they're short format. So go check well, them out. Talk. Yeah, absolutely. Check all of these guys out. Check out Joel's uh, Joel's reps. Also worth checking out uh, is pr Plastic Crack. Our good friend Peter uh, has put up a really cool list analysis of uh, the Masters uh, team. So go check that out uh, as it's well. It's really good. It's really a really good one. Up. Really good one. Uh, and then our friend Luke uh, has put out a, a video around uh, the Loon Curse. Um, I also want to give out some quick shouts, obviously, and as always, to my Patreons who are absolutely freaking amazing. Uh, not only that, but this week, actually yesterday, we hit uh, 2,500 subscribers. So thank you to everyone who subscribed to this channel. Uh, I really appreciate your support. Thank you to all of you guys on the stream today, uh, Joel, Dave, Liam, Matt, and everyone who's been on the channel in the past, uh, I really appreciate your support and your feedback. Uh, and also thank you to everyone here, you know, Kenny, Tyler, Reflex Dog, Chaos Spawn. You know, there's so many cool people here uh, who, who have really made this channel happen, and I appreciate your support. So, um, yeah, that's uh, – let's, let's go back to the show. Um, but someone's dog's getting excited. Uh, do we want to talk Masters? Do we want to talk 2019? Do you want to talk about what we're expecting coming up in like literally a few days time. Yeah. I, I, I go, agree. Dog. Go straight in the deep end. All right. I agree. Yeah. Dog. <laughs> Liam, Liam, kick us off. All right. So we got this really important question for all of you. This is like a serious, for serious question. And um, what does the Australian masters mean to you? Joel. <laughs> uh, well, it's guaranteed good times, isn't it? Really? Um, and, I don't look at uh, Masters itself as the accomplishment. I just look at uh, getting in uh, as the accomplishment. So this is just the, the reward at the end of the year kind of thing. Um, so that's that's all it is to me. It's just a weekend with some people and drinking piss usually. So, yeah. Solid. It's also a great weekend. So, yeah. Um, it is. The mayor, yourself, what does the Australian Masters mean to you? Um, well, it's been something I've been playing towards for the last uh, two years, so um, it's a bit of an achievement. It's like a, making it to the football grand final. Um, once you get there, you know, you enjoy it. Whether you win or lose, it's, you know, afterwards you, you, you have fun with mates. So, um, yeah, just, just looking forward to it. Uh, I want to go to be competitive. Uh, I don't expect to win, but um, just, just to go and do well um, and finish well is is all I'm hoping for. So, yeah, um, should be good. Sick. And finally, the master himself. What does the masters mean to you? Uh, look, masters means to me uh, street cred and hot babes. Um, <laughs> I mean, what else is there in life? Walk down the road and, you know, shorties come you, up. You, you drown in puss up there, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so much. Um <laughs> It's gonna be it's gonna be a good weekend. Um, I'm really looking forward to this fancy Schmick Hotel. I'm staying in. It looks dope. It's like frosted glass windows for the shower, and the shower's in the middle of the room. Um, I'm staying with Tyler. I'm probably going to leave that door wide open. Um, Who are you staying, staying with? Tyler, are you? Tyler the creator. Yeah, yeah. Tyler. I'm losing. Tyler from Queensland. Is he staying with us? 
Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I thought it was staying with me. Oops, bug it. <laughs> we'll if it doesn't stay with me, here. I got a, I got a big old room. Um, He's giving me money, so you know, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Just take <laughs> it. All right, well, we'll drama. Uh, this stream's also turned now into an Airbnb discussion of uh, who's, <laughs> yeah. who's who's staying where. We, we we've got the new uh, reality show of Big Brother uh, coming group, to you. Uh, our group chat for this show almost turned into an Airbnb talk show. <laughs> it did. Um, but yeah, drama, okay, drama. cool. So three, we got three in a row. Though it'd be pretty cool, I reckon. Yeah, I think if you do three for a row, it's kind of like guys, why turn up? Um, With three di- three different. Um, Allegiances, uh, order chaos, and now Destro. So you just yeah, need death. You just need death. So oh, we got that. Death. So that'll never happen. <laughs> so a bit of context. <laughs> you know, you know what you could do. You could do what Macro's doing, and it's like you run like a death army, but play it with other models, like a proxy, like how he's using humans as elves. You could do the exact same thing. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't think I could even bring myself to do that. Um, Liam, Liam, I'm literally clicking uh, kick Shadow Hammer from the stream literally right now. <laughs> you talk shit about me again. Um, <laughs> a bit of context, guys, maybe just to rewind it for a second for anyone who's joining the stream who isn't in the Australian community or doesn't know what this event's all about. The Australian Masters is an invitational event only that happens at the end of our season. Traditionally, our season starts on the 1st of November and carries through until the 31st of October. This is changing for the next season, but right now it's a combination of the best of the best tournament. Um, I guess the people accumulate points for the tournaments they attend. The bigger the tournament, the more points are available. Uh, The top three ranking points or the, the top three events uh, I guess, come to a tally and uh, our, our top 16 are invited to an event. Now, unfortunately, uh, a few people have dropped out. So this year we only have our top 10, but that doesn't mean that it's a, a lesser competition. It just means that it, the title is even tougher to win because there's going to be no submarines. Um, isn't that right, Joel? I suppose so, yeah. Do you get me saying that I'm going to submarine or well, you rip me out already for the first round? <laughs> Uh, I wasn't going to actually, you know what? It's a really good point as well. So the draw is already up and we'll get to the draw very soon, but, and we've got the list as well. So the list have been published um, uh, yesterday. So we've got, uh, was it six chaos armies, two order armies, uh, one destruction, one death. So Dave's taking the destruction. Matt's taking the new, the, the, the new bone daddies. Uh, we've got, one, almost one of every chaos, I think. I think we've got two corn, no zench, but there's like one Skaven, one Slanesh. One Nurgle. Uh, one Nurgle. Dwarf. And one fake army. Of course, and we've <laughs> yeah. got we've got the, the Chaos Dwarves. That's right. There's no zench, but we've got Chaos Dwarves. Yeah. Um, it's a pretty good mix, though, of, like, thing. Um, Ash, as I said before, has literally come in a really good time with his army with that. But, yeah. Um, but we'll talk about that more soon. But yeah, um, I yeah, ten people. It's not the usual, but um, it just means tougher competition, and I think that's the main reason. Like this is like showing you why we're moving it to doing it mid year in like sixteen months. Is that right? Is it sixteen months, guys? Yeah, For the uh, next the masters next after thing, this. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, and, and, the cha- and, and, and the chat's called me out. The order armies are not just order. not They're just not any order army. They are two mixed order armies. So we don't have to worry about Stormcast. We don't have to worry about Deepkin. We don't have to worry about Fire Slayers. These are two 
mixed order armies. So we'll bring it up on the on the on the chat pretty soon. But uh, there's some pretty quirky lists, guys. What what were your thoughts on some of the lists that were submitted? Is they are they representative of the meta? Do you think people are playing cheeky buggers and bringing something for lols? Do you think it's someone who's playing against the meta? Like, what were your thoughts on the list that was submitted? They're all competitive. I wouldn't say any of them are fun list. Like, I don't think anyone's really submitted just a fun list, if if you know what I mean. But they'll probably have fun with their list. But they all look very competitive in their own way. I'm um, I'm going to call Joel out. Uh, what? <laughs> mate, I stood up for you. I backed you up here and I said, nah, Joel's taking Gotrek and Cities. And they were like, mate, you got, you got rocks like in your you head. Did last year. <laughs> like, nah, he's taking Slanesh for sure. I'm like, boys, he's taking Gotrek, I'm telling you. And what have you done? I didn't I even practice Slanesh. against Slanesh. I don't even know what Slanesh do. Nah, you'll be fine, mate. Uh, my my army's not the not the three or four keepers like you normally see, so it's all. Good. I've heard I've just got bags of depravity, just body bags of depravity yeah. walking across the table. <laughs> Luckily, my list doesn't generate a whole lot, so it's all good. Right, all right. Yeah. I'll believe just you this pump, time. Just I mean, well, a lot of mortal wounds. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> What's better than generating depravity is just making sure your sh- opponent's shit's dead anyway. So, yeah. Uh, the. The lists, uh, I thought there was some interesting non-showers, <clears throat> but I think that probably comes to uh, only 10 people and the, the usual suspects for those non-showers not coming. So I think from looking at the lists that are coming, I think if uh, Luke had come with his deep can, he just would have torn it up uh, yeah. with that many eels and... You know, being that fast and having that turn three always strikes first. That just would have run a muck. Uh, I'm surprised no fire slayers because they're just so good. Um, and no, um, no cities. I guess the two the two weird dudes who are coming are bringing mixed order, which I still think is odd. But you know, <laughs> more power to them. I guess. All right, so um, so Reese McGillan is bringing uh, Legions of Asgore. We've got Joel, you're bringing Slanesh. Um, we've got Sam Morgan, who's bringing Order. Uh, super interesting list. He's got three hunting hounds, which I think is incredible. You've got George. Uh, he's 20 drops. He, uh, he is, you look at this list and, you know, you scratch your head. We'll talk lists properly, but uh, it's certainly one of those lists where you're like, how on earth did this guy get to Masters? He must have been smoking something, but... <laughs> There's some secret list tech in this. Um, you've got Jordan Burgess running Nurgle. You've got Ash McEwen running uh, what is essentially a devoted of Sigmar army, but it is order. Uh, you've got Matt Tyrrell. You're taking the Ossiarch Bone Reapers. Matt Campbell, who's well known for corn, is taking corn. Uh, Charles Black is taking the Skaven Tide. Uh, Dave Kerr, you're taking the Moor Tribes. I'm sure uh, Doom Darkness will be screaming and cheering on your behalf. Uh, absolutely champion of the community. And then finally, Tyler, McDo- Tyler McDonald's taking corn. So they are the armies that are going to be coming with us uh, this weekend. Just want to say, we'll go through lists, but Dave, if you take our Masters again, I bet you so many people at Camp can take your Masters list. <laughs> um, yeah, they might, but they'll say it's their own. <laughs> just change, they'll just change something slightly and be like, no, nah, it's my list. But that's all right. <clears throat> it's... 
it's uh, quick. It's easy. It's good to play. You know, I'd recommend subbing it out if you like ogres. It's yeah, it's very straightforward. I'm going to say there's not much tricks to it. Two frost lords are baller. They're good. <clears throat> I am. Um, nah, frost lords actually, are pretty we're bad, talking... mate. Don't misinformation. <laughs> We're Metal talking cruncher. about your list on Bush Radio, Dave, uh, and just, this is just we recorded just after you put the photo up on uh, Mango Mafia, like on the Facebook page, and I, I was like, oh, you know, Ethereal Amulet's an easy pick, but I know for a fact he's going to be taking Thermal Rider Cloak, so I yeah nailed it, nailed it. Yeah, it's, it's it too out. good. I mean, yeah, <clears throat> Ethereal's Ethereal. It's, it's uh, you know. It's an obvious pick. If you've got Ethereal, you can kind of counter Ethereal, um, say 40 Plague Monks. I mean, that's pretty good against Ethereal, isn't it? Yeah. <clears throat> but Thermal Rider Cloak just helps you with everything, and it's just awesome. So what's everyone's expectations for the event? So what's your goals? Do we have goals? Are we, do we have expectations? Or are we just going there to have a good time? Uh, look, um, my expectations are I'm going to win until I lose my first game and I'm just there for fun. Uh, so, you know, that's... as soon as soon as I drop that first game, that's that's it. That's me done for the weekend. I know uh, with ten players, it's interesting because you can still win uh, going four one if everyone's four one, but it just depends, uh, like you know, who you matched up against and how well they do with strength of schedule. So, I'm just going to write myself out uh, for or off depending on. Oh, it's a drive in, isn't it? So probably not. Um, <laughs> so it's going to so be maybe... um, yeah. It's just. Uh, as soon as I drop that first game, that's it in there for fun. I'm just going to have some laughs. Yeah. Um, Mayor? Um, yeah, as I said earlier, um, keen to go, try my best. Um, like I will be trying every game. Um, even if I do lose, I, I, I don't like losing. So <laughs> I'll still be there to have fun, but I'll be trying to win still. Um, yeah. But, yeah, look, I look, I'm taking a weekend out of my life, spending money to go to Melbourne, et cetera, et cetera. So I want to try and – like, I'm going there for a reason. Um, so, yeah, I want to try and do well. And, you know, I probably don't have the, the perfect list for it just because I haven't had time to play the, the army as much as I'd like and, and refine my list. Like, even after a couple of games, I'd already changed the list, but I can't do that now. So, um, yeah, look, it, it'll be what it will be. Dave, you're going to win it again? Um, yeah, man, for sure. I'm there to go three. <laughs> the trifecta, back to back to back. And um, drop the mic at the end. <clears throat> Probably kick a cat on the way out. <laughs> you know, <laughs> casual things. <laughs> but nah, look, I reckon it's going to be really hard for me to, for me to win it this year. Um, with only 10 people, as Joel said, I think we can all go like four and one and it's up in the air. And um, if it comes to that, I guess it's a two-man sack race. Uh, but, yeah, I'll try win it. I'll definitely try. I always come in every game and try win it. Um, <clears throat> ask me that question in like five days. All right, we'll, we'll see how you go. And speaking of questions, Mike, while, while we've got it up here, uh, Al Webster has asked, uh, Dave, what is the official snack of the Masters? And maybe I'll ask the other gentleman as well. So what's the official snack of Masters for yourself? Shit, dog. That is a hard question. Gam- Gammy's, um, a big, Gammy's a big fan of Nobby's Nuts. I bet he is. 
look, when I was up at Rocky for a little bit, I was known as the snackadactyl. Um, <clears throat> I like all snacks and I'm a bit of a connoisseur of snacks. One snack, I don't know, man, I don't know. I reckon I, c- I can't do it. I can't do it. It's an impossible question. All right, maybe maybe the mayor can help. What's the what's the official snack of the Masters? I don't know. I've never been. Um, take peanut M and M. You could make up anything. You could say like a trail mix. Peanut M and M's. Peanut M and M's. Peanut M and M's. All right, you're a man of my feet. And and Joel. Yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of those peanut M and M's. So I might say them too. They're good. Sure. It's a good chat. I'll bring a big, I'll bring a bag. A big bag. I'll bring a big. Yeah, bag. I'm going peanut M and M's too, Matt. If you're bringing them, I'll eat them. Right. Sweet. Boom. Done. done. Right, you can all like eat I'm my nuts. <laughs> and Liz Lockhart said Noblar nuts, so uh, make that as you will. Um, what's the what's the the matchup that you guys are most looking forward to and why? Like if you guys could get any draw and any army, whether it's the opponent or the actual faction, what's the one that you're most looking forward to and why? Dave Kerr. Yeah. <laughs> Only because, I, I, look, I always wanted to play against him. Being, um, like, even last year, I was playing against Adam Burt a fair bit. You know, he was ranked number one for most of the year, and then um, he dropped off at the end. But, um, yeah, I've always wanted to play Dave and never had a chance. So, yeah, that's the main reason. Um, and I'd also like to see how the, the Ogres actually go up against the Bone Reapers because they're both close combat armies. And, um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see how it goes. And as someone who had their poo pushed in by Dave Kerr at the Masters two years ago, uh, enjoy that if you if you get the chance. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Uh, what's what's the first mission? Uh, that, Battle for the that, Pass. Yeah. Battle for the Pass. Right. I'm. Um, I want to play Sam Morgan in Battle for the Pass. Uh, <laughs> so I reckon it's the easiest win I'm going to get all weekend. <laughs> Well, well good news is you are, you are playing Sam. Imagine <laughs> if it was like Scorched Earth. Where your whole uh, army is like counting yeah. two models. <clears throat> yeah. Like, nah. Nah. <laughs> but um Battle nah. for the Pass, nah. Good good mission for me, I reckon. You got a good match up there. A good solid job. Yeah. Um, well, if you're gonna win the thing, you've got to beat the bloke who won it last year, don't you? So I wanna verse Dave. Again, see if I can, see if he can go three for three against me. Um, <coughs> excuse me, I am six, so I'm going to cough randomly at times. Um, yeah, I want to verse you again, mate. See if I can pip you this time. So, am I the only one that Dave's never beat? On, I never played. I think so. Stream? Yes. Oh, you don't yes. have to worry. Never played. It's just never beat. <laughs> um, yes, <laughs> I've never beat you, Matt. <laughs> I've I've never. As I said, I've never played you, Kerr. We have never played. I think we've missed out like <clears throat> twice. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think you're right there. You keep ducking him, do you, Yeah. Mate? It was the same with... Um, oh, 100%. It's the same with Adam Burt. Adam Burt last year, wasn't it? Like, you were at a few different tournaments together, both finishing first and second and not playing each other. Yeah, that's correct. I don't think I've played Burt at all. No. Nah. <clears throat> Which, yeah, is odd. Cool. So, what is your least like favorite matchup? So, you got your favorite. What's the least? Um, we'll go start with the mayor again. <laughs> um, look, depending on scenario, um, 
I would say Smorgan um, if it was one with heaps of object objectives around the board because obviously my army's quite slow. Um, yeah, I, I'd say that one. It, it just depends on scenario for me, I, I feel. Um, like I, if it's a very low number of uh, objectives, I, I'm pretty good at holding objectives, hard to move off them. So anything with more than say three objectives it's and someone with yeah. a lot of movement yeah that's what i'm not looking forward to um also the chores with their shooting might hurt as well <laughs> yeah okay fair call fair call okay who's your least <clears throat> right um least trying to think of everyone is going <clears throat> um I'm going to say the man who broke my heart. I was really worried about Gotrek, Joel. <laughs> I was actually <laughs> legit trying to think of how I was going to beat Gotrek. <laughs> like that little Should bastard's going to come in. And he's just going to kill everything he touches, isn't he? And all of yeah. my high damage, low attacks are just going to go to one damage. He's just going to three up him. Like, what a wanker. So what was the plan? <laughs> what, what was the plan? You were obviously thinking about Gotrek. How are you going to handle him? I hadn't come up with a good one yet. People were like, oh, just um, just throw Noblats in him. I'm like, yeah, that's great, except I'll die instantly. <laughs> <clears throat> so I think at the end I just figured I was just going to throw him, like just just bodies after bodies. Just, and just be two like, frost right. horns at once. <laughs> yeah, something like that and just, just try to get up on um, objectives. Just run so away. I, look, I'm going to throw it out there. The, if Joel brought Godtrek, I think he would have won. Um, and now you can't take that back. <laughs> oh, is it too late to change my list? <laughs> I'm not your TO, but uh, I imagine the answer I, is yes, it's too way too late. Uh, I, I gotta I'm, say though, like Dave, I'm a bit worried a about facing Slanesh. It's fair, it's fair. You, you yeah, are a Gotrek's all time. So. <clears throat> yeah, I'm, I'm a bit. Afraid of playing Selenesh, uh, Tyler, and um, uh, the mass murderer Matt. Um, they're corn. Like if they get a good a good roll on me, they'll just punch through me. Uh, the the Ossiak Bone Reapers. Uh, I don't think I can kill all of them and get through their lines. Uh, Chaos Dwarves. Um, Twelve Kadai and fifty shooters is probably going to kill me. Um, the only people that I think I'm going to beat convincingly is Sam Morgan. Uh, and I don't know, maybe I'll have a shot on Ash if I can get past turn two. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Your camera's so going on. It's coming through. There you yeah. go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that went weird. Someone tried to call me, so that's why I kind of went radio silence there a bit and tried to figure out my phone. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I'm pretty much afraid of everyone, to be honest, <laughs> except Sam. <laughs> <laughs> the master himself is a What about you, Matt? We already got Matt. <laughs> He's got Joel. Yeah, oh, actually, right. Joel. Yeah, sorry, mate. I, I also forgot about Joel's Slanesh, so yeah. <laughs> Everyone, everyone's worried about Slanesh, so I wanted, that's why I didn't um, bother mention it. 
Are we are we afraid of Joel? Are we afraid of Slanesh? Are we afraid of Joel with Slanesh? I'm not afraid of Joel. I'm afraid of his Slanesh. <laughs> uh, look, everyone needs to take a crutch once in their life, don't they? You know? yeah, but you're allowed. You've been playing them for like three years, and two this years. Is the perfect time to do it. It's fair. <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah, they've come out of retirement just for Masters, Liam, so it should be good. But, um, yeah, uh, my my probably my worst matchup is actually against Charles Black in terms of uh, – but no thing is, with Masters, when we're playing at this level, no list scares me. It's just the player and the player with that particular list, right, and the, and the matchup. So I'm fortunate enough to know who I'm playing first and in what battle plan. And um, – Charles is going to be a really hard matchup round one, and go either way. But um, yeah, that's that's the one that I'm sort of least hopeful about. Anyway, I'm confident against Corn, confident against Bone Reapers, confidence against uh, confident confident against ogres and fucking whatever else there is. So yeah, need to be confident, don't you? Don't be overconfident though. Ah no, no, I'm humble. Yeah. I mean, if the if the worldwide stats are anything to go by. <clears throat> then, uh, then, then you're winning, mate. <laughs> Apparently so. Seventy percent win rate. Oh, yours, I just hoped to be that thirty. It's yours to lose. Mine to lose. Yeah, right. Well, I should have just brought my three keepers. <laughs> eh? All right, Joel, you're the favourite. You don't, you don't win. Uh, it's because you, you didn't suck. bring. Go- you, well, because you didn't bring Go Track. That's that's clearly obvious. If I don't win, Correct. it's because I had one too many beers on the Friday night. <laughs> That's what the problem's going to be. If you were running Go Track, that wouldn't be a problem, Joel. Yeah, It'd be it theming. Be right. <laughs> <laughs> You've done Just it to yourself. Blast. I, have. I might actually bring up the list. We might we might even talk about you guys' list if that's all right with you. So um, I might bring up Joel. Joel, you're talking first. You clearly didn't bring Go Track, but... Uh, for the podcast listeners, I'll read out the. Actually, Joel, you read out your list. You, uh, um, assuming, you, or do you want me to read yeah. it out? Uh, can you read it out for me? Because I'm probably going to cough and die again. Cool. So, Joel, you are bringing. So, your allegiance is Slanesh. You are bringing from the mortal realms of Akshi, and your host is the God Seeker host. Uh, what are you bringing? You're bringing a Keeper of Secrets, which is your general, the command trait of Speed Chaser. Um, you've got, was it Sintrist Hand? Um, you've got the artifact of the Thermal Rider Cloak. You've got a spell of yeah. um, the Progny of Damnation. You've got the Attorted Capitomy, uh, which is the Law of Slanesh. You've, oh, do, you have to, do you have to name your spells in advance for this one, do you? Yeah. Cool. Uh, Historical yeah. Frenzy. You've got your Bane Blade. Uh, you've got two Bane Blade uh, Heralds of Exalted Chariots. Uh, one just, has sorry, sorry. Did you just call it a Bane Blade? <laughs> Oh shit, Blade. I'm trying to I'm trying to squint on my other monitor. Let it, this is my let it rip. This is my this is my main monitor. Here's a little side laptop monitor. So I need to like double up here. Uh you've got the Blade Bringer help uh, Herald of Exalted Chariot. On Exalted Chariot. God damn, my English is not good today. Um you got an artifact with the camo of the Dark Prince, uh, and you've got the uh, Born of Damnation spell. Uh, and then you've got, what is it? The Enrapturous Circlet and then the Born of Damnation. So you've double taken a spell. Uh, you've got the Mask. You've got a uh, unit of Hellstrider with uh, Claw Spears. You've got three of those, so three units of five, two units of five Seekers. Then you've got two Battalions. So one is the Seeker Cavalcade, and then you've got the Supreme Severites. 
Uh, and then finally, you've got the Umbral Spell Portal taking you to two command points and a total of 1990. <coughs> filth. <Yep. coughs> it's Lisa's homebrewed filth. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, now this list is can be super fast. Um, it's got six inch pile ins on most of the units or retreat and charge. Uh, the keeper can retreat, charge, and fly, which is always nice. Um, the chariots do a whole heap of mortals when they charge and if they're just in combat. Um, yeah, and then I can blow up hordes with the hysterical frenzy through the spell portal. It's pretty much all she wrote. Yeah, cool. I was going to ask where you were running through that spell portal. I'm glad you. Um, what did you say it was? Uh, it, it's Mystic Shield. Hysterical frenzy. <laughs> <laughs> Hysterical frenzy. There it is. All right, I'll look up what that does. Uh, useless against your army. <laughs> um, so what can we so expect from, you, from this list? What, yeah. what can we expect? I, uh, what what you can expect from my list is it's going to be super fast. It's going to box you in, hopefully, and um, just sort of win on objectives and kill you when you come near me. That's the idea. You're getting a lot of shade, by the way, in the chat here. People calling your list tame as fuck. You've got people calling it vanilla as fuck. Uh, the, <laughs> you are copying it, and you're copying it in the chat, by the way. So. That's fine, mate. Look, if you're going to – I said can this we, before. If you're going to take a crutch, you've got to cop the heat. Sorry. I like every show Elizabeth's comment. comment. It's the best comment ever about Slanesh. It's so good. So Elizabeth Lockhart, friend of the show, Lockhart, a friend of the show, has said uh, it's vanilla as fuck or f. Uh, Slanesh is meant to be the ki- to be kinky and dirty. So she is not impressed. Uh, with What's your not kinky list. and dirty about that? You need more keeper of secrets. Apparently, with, like those like tights. That's what they were asking. They want more. Well, about. look, I'll tell you right now. Um, the exalted chariots they do more damage. Than a keeper does, and so you have one keeper in your list, and you just double pile in with the chariots, and they do more damage than a keeper piling in twice, right? That's the logic behind it. Ah, oh, I, I kid you not, blade bringers are so cheap for what they can do. So two hundred twenty points is an absolute bargain. Absolutely. But also, can we all can we also respect Joel that you have to build those because f that kit right off. No, no, I, I got Tristan <laughs> to build them for me. Sucked in. <laughs> Oh, poor bastard. Holy yeah. crap. That's a sucker. Uh, and your um, opponent is going to be Charles Black, who's running Scape and Tide. So we've got the Gracier on the Screaming Bell. We've got the Gracier. We've got the Vermin Lord Warbringer. We've got a Plague Priest on the Plague Furnace, 20 Clan Rats, 20 Clan Rats, 20 Clan Rats, 40 Plague Monks, 40 Plague Monks, Geminids, Warp, Lightning Vortex, uh, Soul Scream Breach for 2,000 points on the nose, no Battalions. What are your thoughts on this list, and what's your what's your message to your opponent, Charles? Charles, you you've got two games up on me at the moment, mate. But it's not going to be three. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna fucking smash you to keep it tame. Um, I yeah, I reckon your list has got I reckon your list has got the money on this one. <sighs> to Why be is honest, that, what what do you what do you see in this? Uh, he's got he's got horde clear, he's got horde clear. Um, one of those chariots should be able to take out a unit of rats. Anyone he really goes into, especially piling in twice, and he does not care if that chariot dies back because he'll just put another one on the board like a total knobhead. Correct. <laughs> it's my crutch. Yep. Um, and 
you can dispel if you dispel the vortex. I mean, you're laughing, nah, and if he breaches um, into the you, then you're the laughing. is pretty good against um, magic. It's got can reroll like unbinds and dispels and all that. So, yeah, <clears> um, yeah. Uh, my money's yeah. on you here, Joel. Oh, not thanks, much mate. Appreciate. Yeah. There's not much depravity in this list. That's the only thing. But I don't think don't that matters. No. Nah. You don't need it. No. It's just a bonus. Yeah. Bring brings his own depravity. <laughs> 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 All right. So we're thinking Joel is going to beat uh, Charles in round one. I reckon. Oh, I, I, I reckon it's up in the air, and I reckon it's going to be um, one of the games of the round. I reckon it's going to be super tight. If he, if he gets the Geminids off on you, it's going to make it harder. No, nah, he's got bodies. Nah, but he's got yeah, bodies man. for those two middle objectives. Um, yeah, it's not going to be an easy game, that's for sure. <laughs> no, I think it's, I think it's the bridge with uh, the plague bugs that I'd be most concerned about. Hmm. Especially if you yeah, bring in, I, you, you bring in the once those them. eighty plague monks dies, what is there? Well, you, can, you can turn one with them uh, if you bring them up with the plague furnace. So uh, it's a pretty easy turn one charge. Yeah, fair. Uh, it's um. Um, what have you got? Like it? forty-five little riding dudes. Uh, it's fifteen, twenty-five. Yeah, which can move like fourteen. Yeah, so... Pile in six. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's easy to screen your army. Unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think even if he wants to pop up 40 Plague Monks, everything, to me, everything in the game should be on Joel's terms. Okay. So we're thinking it's going to be a good game. I could be wrong. Probably going to swing towards Joel, but <clears throat> could go either way. Uh, Sounds look, like a good know, game. Chuck's a really good player as well, so he could pull something out of a hat, you know. Who knows? And his dice have been pretty hot, so every time I've played him anyway, they're not, so, yeah, they're okay. not. Rigged or anything, but yeah, he's just he just rolls good. You you put him in water already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we we, yeah, we know he's, Me- he's got Major a, put he's, a, he's got a whole heap of those, that. Um, England fucking uh, ETC dice, you know. Yeah. Okay. We won't go there. We, we're not going to go. We're not going to talk about dice because Measure Gaming did put out an amazing podcast talking about how to cook dice. I believe it was Tristan uh, sharing his wisdom. So uh, yeah, just um, the, shove them the in the microwave for thirty seconds. With the six facing up and you, you're laughing. The pot won't call the kettle black. Sweet. Uh, Dave, <laughs> Dave Kerr, you are running the Moor Tribes. You will be up against, uh, who are you up against? You're up against Sam Morgan from the Dwellers Below. We'll go to Sam's list very soon. Do you want to talk through our list and do I have to read them out again? Uh, you definitely do. Oh, crap. Uh, all right, so, Liam, no take, taking the piss out of me again because I'm going to make mistakes. So you're uh, running more tribes. You're from <laughs> Akshi. Uh, your more tribe is the Balderhead. Uh, very curious to hear what that's going to do for you. What have you got? You've got a tyrant, which is your general, and his command trait is the Lord of Beasts. You've got a butcher with a cleaver, uh, and you've got the Law of Gut Magic with the Ribcracker. You've got the Frost Lord on Stonehorn with the artifact of Brand of the Svard, I think it is. Um Svard. Svard. Yeah. Um, the Mount Trade. Yeah, yeah you got to say Svard. 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 Um, I'm going to cop it in the chat. From, I'm sure someone from Sweden is going to smash me over that. Uh, Mount Trade is the, <laughs> the Metal crun- uh, Crusher. Cruncher. So Cruncher. Um, you got the Frost Lord on Stonehorn. That's got the Thermal Rider Cloak and it's got the Black uh, Clatterhorn as the Mount Trait. You've got. Too. 
You've got three ogre gluttons. Three ogre gluttons. Uh, they both have clubs or blades. Uh, you've got eight iron guts. You've got 20 noblars. And then you've got the tyrant's gut guard for a total of 2,000 on the nose with one extra command point. <clears throat> talk, yes. through, talk through your list, too. <laughs> so, <clears throat> firstly, let's get some, let's get real here. Let's get dark and deep. Who thinks that my list is a piece of shit? No. Those two Frost Lords are good. Metal so, I think a, so I think a lot of people here on the stream yeah. and probably <laughs> watching um, haven't seen the new Ogres in action yet. They might have seen one or two battles. Uh, they might have seen something maybe online, but, you know, the Beast Claw Raiders are very different in the new book. So it'd be great to hear what the new list does with this combination. Um, so I'll give you a bit of a backstory <laughs> of my year in the making and coming to this point and what we're reading. So <clears throat> most of this year I've been playing Darkling Covens and definitely for the back end of the year. I was playing Darkling Covens and I was really enjoying it. <clears throat> I was owning it and I was having a lot of fun with them. And then um, the Cities of Sigma book came out and I was like, oh, yeah, cool, maybe I can... <clears throat> you know, fit this army into cities. And then I read some of the War Scrolls of things that I loved and um, I got a bit disappointed, to be honest. <laughs> and um, it, I, I needed to still take a Darkling Coven's allegiance to run the, um, the, the battalion, which is essentially yep. how I was playing around the activation wars and, um, <clears throat> yeah, getting around those kind of newer books. And I was running Gotrek in it too, and he was a bowler. Um, so, yeah, I just I really didn't feel like that could step up. I felt like the list got weaker, um, which was a bit frustrating. <clears throat> so I tried to play, what's the orc one? Um, uh, clans. The war clans. War clans, <clears throat> war clans. yeah. Big Wah. <clears throat> yeah, Big Wah. And I really wanted that to gel with me because I wanted to be called Big Wah. Uh, but unfortunately, um, I just I didn't nail I, something that I really liked and something that um, kind of meshed with me. So <clears throat> I was I was sitting there a bit dismayed and I'm like, oh, what am I going to do? And then someone from the chat sent through that they'd just been smashed by Beast Chlorators and that kind of like my ears pricked up a little bit and I was like, oh, goody. <laughs> And then I um, kind of – I've had a couple of games with them and I reckon they do all right. And they definitely have the gear and the means to win games. Um, and, yeah, I, I kind of um, threw this book off as a bit of a dud to begin with. But after I played it, um, it's, definitely, it's definitely got feed on it. <clears throat> and I think it will catch people out in some games with the best rule that they got. But – I'll let people find that out themselves. So, <laughs> um, yeah, essentially this list has kind of three main units in it, which is pretty obvious, the two Frost Lords and the Iron Guts. Um, <clears throat> I, I can't really go deep diving on this list because there isn't much to it. Uh, there's no overlappings. This list, uh, so and it's kind of um, go. So what is Sorry, in the battalion and what does it do? 
Uh, so the battalion saying, contains the, the battalion. tyrant. Yeah, the tyrant and the iron guts is in that battalion. Um, <clears throat> and it doesn't do anything worthwhile. Nope. If uh, hey, wound goes on the tyrant, I can flip it off onto the iron guts. Yeah, I wanted um, cool. I wanted two artifacts on my frost lords. I want that thermal rider cloak. <clears throat> bad. I wanted yep. it bad. And I really like Flying the Boulderhead more tribe. I don't give it away, Liam. Shit, man. Yeah, it's a flying <laughs> stone horn. <clears throat> and it's the best. <laughs> and everyone who I've told about it is like, well, I'm going to kill that first. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> um, but, yeah, the, <clears throat> the kind of list has been done in a way where it's very self-contained. There's no holy withins that I need to keep. There's no, like, buffs and overlapping buffs. And, like, if one of the characters dies, it... It takes away the strategy and the synergies and, it, yeah, every unit does what it needs to do and it doesn't need that extra support. <clears throat> the Butcher is in there because he's cool and I like the Maw. And if the Maw goes yeah. off, um, it's the best thing ever. <laughs> and uh, it's only really gone off once for me and it went off five times and I killed, I'm going to say, most of a Terrorgeist. Um, and that was the best. Okay. Very cool. But yeah, other <clears throat> other than that, it's a very punchy list, very punchy army that um cruises up the board and tries to kill you. That's about it. Awesome. I think and it's, it's why I landed on more tribes. I think it's a super interesting list. I think people are gonna be very curious to you see missed. how yeah. how they go. Um and your opponent will be Sam Morgan from the Dwellers Below, who's running the Allegiance Order, which is coming from Orgu. He's taking the Tenabral eh, Shard, which is your general with the command trait of Legendary Fighter and the Sword of Judgment. We've got the Rune Lord. We've got a Knight of Xeros. We have uh, a Rune Smiter uh, with the Runic Iron. We've got 20 Longbeards. We have one Gyrocopter, one Gyrocopter, 20 Shadow Warriors. 20, sorry, 10 Shadow Warriors, 10 Shadow Warriors. Uh, 10 Arcanaut Company with uh, three Skyhooks, uh, another 10 Arcanauts with three Skyhooks, 10 Hearthguard Berserkers, five Canari, five Canari, five Canari, uh, Chameleon Skinks, five Tree Revs, five Tree Revs, then my personal favourite, one Hunting Hound, one Hunting Hound, one Hunting Hound. So that's a total of 2,000 points. What's your What's your hot take on this, Dave? How, how are you seeing this list? Uh, firstly, I'd like to say hello to Ash, um, you sneaky dog, just coming in, hey, unannounced, Ash. just sliding in that back door. <laughs> we'll ring, we'll ring up. <laughs> hey, Ash, how are you, mate? Hey, guys. Um, <clears throat> the the list, <clears throat> I suppose it's it's putting a lot of units off the board, or it has the ability to put a lot of units off the board. It has a lot of units that it can just put up in lines of blocks. Um, and it can kind of flood and there's a bit of movement shenanigans like in those skinks and revenants and heart renders. <clears throat> but um, I don't know. Other than the Tenebral Shard, which it's kind of got to get lucky, doesn't it? I mean, it has to get a four plus to jump into combat. Yeah. And then it has to get five ups to hit and then he has to roll well on a D6. I mean, I know it can work, and I know it's pretty cool. Um, 
yeah, personally, I just don't like things that involve that many dice rolls to make something happen. Um, so, yeah, I'm kind of seeing the berserkers as as a as a threat unit to take things down. But I mean, you've got a lot of. I don't know how it's going to kill you. me, to be honest. You've got the canary coming from the sky with the shadow warriors popping out around the board. We've got the tree revs so you can do some sideboarding. The the chameleon skinks can jump around the board. Uh, obviously, the Tanabral Shard as well can jump around the board. So. A lot of movement shenanigans, yeah. a lot of multiple small units, a lot. He's going to flood the board um, and and play movement shenanigans with you. But, yeah, good question. How's he going to win it? How's he going to kill you? So he, the he idea definitely behind will. He'll be able to move around the board and control it. Hmm. No, no, you go, mate. Um, the idea behind the list is to um, sort of not be in combat with you and just outcap you on objectives. Uh, however, with your models counting yeah. as 10 for like the Frosties and then like the other ones counting as two each, uh, he's going to have a hard time trying to commit that many models uh, into the proximity of the Achilles units. So, yeah, I I don't know. It's going to be an interesting matchup, but all you need to do is just take think... the first 10, walk up the board and sit there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm using kind of feeling that one too a little bit. To go grab it. Mm. Two stone I mean, he, he will. <laughs> he'll, he'll definitely use multiple of his units to grab it, but what at the end of the day, like, how's that trade going to go? Because it is a five-turn game. That's right. Is how's he yeah, going to come up better I'm just in the trade for most game? Matchups. Oh yeah, for for most I think matchups, for most matchups, I just think, he would only use one unit. Yeah, mm. I just think this is one of the best lists for me to play against with my shit list. Just yeah, purely because yeah. of that. Um, um, that models counting as multiple think, models. It just makes it yeah. hard for him. It does. Yeah, and also the temple shard, as you said, it's so swingy. But when it goes off on like a support character, like not even like the big guys, it does the job. Uh, but he does have to roll a lot of dice to make it work. Oh, okay, cool. We're doing ashes. Yeah, we might, we might as well bring Ash into the fold. Uh, although, although the the mayor and Joel uh, have been waiting patiently, let's get uh, Ash to explain a little bit about his list and what he's bringing and why and uh, what's the what's the list tech here. Yeah, sure. Um, so, do you want me to talk okay. you through it? Talk you through it on the ta- on the screen. Yeah, let's do it. Yes, yeah. please. Cool. All right. Yeah. Um, if you want to read. So- All right. So we've got uh, Frigil Fri- Fri- General. Um, so he's just on foot. Um, He's there, kind of uh, a last-minute addition to the list, um, him and the, the crossbowmen, because I needed to fill out some battle lines since Flagellants are only battle line in Cities of Sigmar now. Um, but, yeah, the, the list is essentially it's a devoted Sigmar list with with some, some free guild thrown in there. Um, and it's um, based off the, the list that I took to, um, to Sydney GT, um, which was obviously 2,500 points. Um, but this is kind of the scaled-back version of that. Um, so yeah, Frigil General, um, so Allegiance Order, Moral Realm, Ulgu. Um, then we've got the Warrior Priest, and this is why we've got Ulgu as the Moral Realm. So um, he's got the Sword of Judgment and Legendary Fighter, which is seems to be a standard for um, mixed order lists these days. Um, and I've got the, the two War Altars in there, which can get plus two to hit onto him, so you can make that Sword of Judgment go off on fours. Um, then I've got another warrior priest in there for some redundancy on the prayers. Um, again, the war altars um, for more redundancy on their prayers as well. 
um, and a Night Encanter in there for um, for the endless spells, um, and also for some shenanigans in killing the, my own flagellants so that they get the extra attacks. Um, yeah, then three tens of crossbowmen to fill out the battle line. Um, those guys work well with the, well with the general because they're at twenty four inch range. If they don't move, um, uh, they get an extra attack each, and then you use the free god general's command ability to. Um, give them plus one to hit and wound, so you can get uh, 60 attacks out of those um, battle line units, threes by twos at range, so um, they're pretty solid. Um, then we've got two 40s of flagellants, um, and just a 10 of flagellants, because I had some points left over and not enough hero slots to throw anything else in. And then we've got Lodge and the Soul Seeker. He works really well with the flagellants as well, because he, um, he'll he kill one of them as he, as he teleports them, and then um, that gives him an extra attack. Um, so yeah, gives them the the hitting power on the charge um, as well as when they get charged. Um, and then the Everblaze Comet, which is always solid and uh, a good second option in the um, scenarios where I don't want to be throwing the, the flagellants up the board first turn. I think the, the big standout for a lot of people is uh, in at the Masters, there are 10 uh, armies and of that, six of them are chaos. So, you know, I think about the War Altars and their uh, additional shooty attacks against chaos uh, they are some good choices. Uh, was, yeah, um, yeah. Was that a gamble that you were thinking there was going to be a high chaos representation, or what was your thinking behind this? Um, well, that that was part of why I chose to take this list over my night on, because um, I have played both of those lists throughout this year. Um, and I, I ended up landing on this list because I'm not sure if it's going to be viable in a year's time, um, and I wanted to be able to play each of my, my armies at the Masters level. So... Um, so, so far I've played my my two others, my Zinch and my Iron Jaws, um, and then it was a choice between the Nighthaunt and the Devoted. And um, with with Slanesh being strong in the meta at the moment, um, Corn, I know that there's um, two players that made it to Masters with their Corn armies. Um, so it was a safe bet to say that um, there's going to be quite a few um, Demons and Chaos armies there. So with the War Altars doubling up their damage against those guys, it's it's a pretty solid option. Guys, got any questions you guys have about Ash's list? Do you think it's pretty straightforward, old compendium shit, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's no Warhammer or anything. But... I, can't, I can't believe they let in like two to three made-up armies to this event. It's ridiculous. <laughs> this, is, this is the year for the made-up armies. <laughs> so those um, the flagges and the worlds is, aren't in cities, obviously. Yeah, well, the flagellants <laughs> are in cities, um, but the war altars, the warrior priests aren't. So um, you basically you lose all of the buffs that you'd be able to put onto the flagellants. Um, and I just right. I just didn't have any other models to put into a cities list. So yeah, I have not actually looked at what a war altar does, but I've heard it's pretty nasty against chaos. The, the nasty bit against chaos, the, it's, a, it's a big laser beam. It's a light <clears> of banishment. So um, it's D3 attacks for each war altar, 20-inch range. They move 10. Um, and then you've got threes by twos um, and minus one rend or minus two against demons. Um, and then it's three damage or six damage against chaos. So can get can get a quite a bit of damage out of there. Yeah, wow. Okay, cool. It's very, very, it's, and you've got two of them. It's... It's racist as hell, hell. It's why Joel, why Joel's only taking one keeper. <laughs> yeah. Oi, uh, Joel, you, you, um, you're regretting not taking Gotrek even more now? 
No, 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 it's all good. <laughs> Wait, are you not are you not taking Gotrek? No, no, I got some you... Oh, Ash. <laughs> Have you seen a Ash, list? You beautiful man, you missed it. Uh-huh. <sighs> I've been no, watching I guys. I, 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 I'm, I'm just jumping in with Jack. I thought I'd troll everyone on the um the the Masters Facebook group. Uh yeah, they just got the info on it. because uh, Dave Kerr trolled us with Ideneth last year. So I thought yeah. payback's a bitch. Yeah, I should have yeah, put the very oh, about that. Yeah, that was still the biggest very troll sweet. ever. <laughs> still the biggest troll ever. So good. Ash's still. opponent, Ash's opponent, um, by the way, is Tyler McDonald. Liam, do you want to run the run through the list? Yeah, so this one's a corn. It's from the mortal realm of Shaiish, and it's the Reapers of Vengeance slaughter host. It's a Raphacorn Bloodfester who's a general with the Mage Eater trait. Um, any artifacts for Skull Shard Mantle, another Bloodthirster, which was an unbedded fury, another Bloodthirster with Senate Rage with the Ragged Cloak, Scarbrand, Slaughter Priest with um, Blood Blessing with Killing Frenzy, 10 Blood Reavers, 10 Blood Reavers, 10 Blood Reavers, 10 Blood Reavers, 5 Centigors, 5 Centigors, and Tyrants of Blood Battalion. He has some skulls and he also has an extra command point. Uh, he ends at 1990 and he has two extra command points. And it's interesting because Centigors are technically allies and they have not been counted unless this is a different format that Clint's using. But yeah, that Ash, is his list. And Ash, how do you think you're going to go and what's your solid. opponent? What, what, do you, what do you got to say to your opponent? Well, I, I'm not trash actually Trash talk, sure get a trash I've, talk, by the way. Um, yeah, no, that's not going to happen. I don't know if I've met Tyler, actually, because um, I've been to a lot of the events <laughs> up in Queensland, but I'm, I'm not sure if I've met him. Um, I've definitely not played against his corn and... and I'm going to feel terrible now if I have, in fact, played him, and that's going to be awful. But um, Do you remember a tradie-looking bro- bloke drinking two-litre bottles of Icebreaker? That could have been any of you guys. Sorry, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's just a stereotype of Queensland. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, yeah, he loves the tradie juice, mate. If you right, bring him right. a nice, fresh Icebreaker, that'll go a long way. We'll be good. All right. Too I easy. did meet I did meet him at Bruce Hammer, and if I correct me if I'm wrong, not only did he do really well at Bruce Hammer, but he also won best opponent general. So he's a, he's a good sport, and he's a uh, a good player. Oh, awesome. That's going to be a fun game then. Um, yeah, looking at his list, it's a, it's an interesting um, scenario for it. Yeah, Pat Nevin, generic tyrants of blood. That's the one. Um, so it's it's an interesting <laughs> scenario because. Uh, neither of us will be able to hit the other person on turn one. Um, his his bloodthirsters don't have the movement for it, and even with um, Lorch and the Soul Seeker, because of the the shape of the deployment zone, I'm not going to hit him first turn either. Um, so it's going to be really interesting to see how it plays out, like whether he lets me flood the board or um, if he tries to to get a a commanding position on the tabletop. Um, it's going to be yeah, it's going to be really interesting. You know, I think he's gonna um, do. He can I say, I love him. Oh, you go. No, you go, Joel. Uh, You're the guest. What he's go, gonna, Joel. What he's going to try and do, in my opinion, is. Um, by the way, I, I know for a fact that he's uh, he's got real uh, sweaty palms at the moment because uh, <laughs> he's got matched up against an anti-demon army. But um, <laughs> what he's, what I, I don't know what he's going to do. But what I think he's going to do is give you first turn, eat the eat the shooting. And um, just try and blitz you with a double. Uh, use the Senegors, uh just to tie you, 
up all your uh, sort of flagellants so you can't really progress any further than where you go on turn one, and then just come in and try and smash on the double. I think yeah. that's his only game plan. That sounds like what I was expecting, so it's good yeah. that I've made some plans um, around that at least. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be close. I think I think the big thing that's gonna help him out is that um, Rayo cloak on his incense at rage because um, oh, it's yeah. gonna force me to to move the war altars up really yeah. far forwards to hit one of the other bloodthirsters. Yeah, are you scared about his psychic yeah. ability to know say. who we got matched in the first and take that? Because <laughs> who takes that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No one uh, takes that. Yeah, that. That's totally unfair. It's actually so. <laughs> resubmit. I I think you're gonna see ragged cloak heaps now because of like you're seeing armies with heaps of shooting like bone reapers and stuff now. So I think at Cancon you might see a lot of it. Um, but it isn't like the first choice. But if you know that the meta is changing to shooting, so yeah, he definitely has some psychic abilities. That's for sure. Um, yeah, I was gonna say. Did any, wait, what? I was just going to say the Hexgorgeous Skulls clearly doesn't worry you other than um, for your Encantor. Um, and I think the, those laser beams off the War Altar are going to do some crazy damage to some Bloodthirsters. Yeah, the, the Hexgorgeous Skulls are, are solid. But, um, yeah, like you say, my it, particularly on the first turn, my, my Encantor is going to be way back off the, the back of my front lines. I'm not going to be sitting him at the pinnacle of the of the um the charging point so yeah he's not likely to influence him too much in the first turn at least hey ash i saw today yeah. that um old mate the head head honcho for aos in the october white dwarf was talking about um what are you taking the flagellant things oh yeah the crazy is that, is that, boys is that ben called? johnson was he was he talking about the flagellants <clears throat> no, nah, not Ben Johnson. The head dude. The head dude. Andy? Maybe Andy something? I don't know. Anyway, but, yeah, okay. he was in the White Dwarf. He was talking up um, this, uh, the, the Sigma boys, the crazy Sigma boys. Yeah, right. So maybe that's a new army in the future, mate, just getting you pre-excited that's... about something that might not happen. Don't, don't do this to me. Don't do this to me. This is like, this is like the taking the Chaos Dwarf Codex off the Forge World website. Uh, it's just like... It's just tempting, tempting fate. <laughs> yeah, what, what about that? If there's um, no official codex, how does the uh, the Castorf player play? Well, it's just a compendium army, same as uh, Ash's list. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Army now. Um, he's running the uh, Ozioc Bone Reapers, uh, the Petrifix Elite um, Legion. Um, and then he's got a Lich Cavalos with the mighty arc. Okay, how on earth do I pronounce that? Even though I'm play the I play uh, the book, but he has a tra trait, uh, mighty arc. Okay, that one. He has oh, the god oh, bone armor. He's things. got a bone oh. shaper with the archers and key. Okay, Magri, how did you give that a goddamn shot? Um, <laughs> no, I keep going. You're the you're, you're the bone. And then, then can I get? Uh, yeah. And now I got Drain Vitality Shaper and another Bone Shaper with the Empowered Naderite weapons. And we got another, you know, we got Soul Mason with the Reinforced Battle Shield spell. Then we got 20 more Tech Guard, uh, two with Great Blades, 20 more Tech Guard, two with Great Blades, 20 more Tech Guard, uh, two Great Blades. And then we have six Necropolis Stalkers. 
um, with two dread um, falchions, and then we got the Mortex Shield Corpse Battalion, and we have all the endless spells from Bone um, Reapers with the Bone Type Shrieker, Nightmare Predator, and the Soul Stealer Carrion. Nineteen ninety points with one extra command point. So, uh, Matt, what is one, your go of your one list? Point. Uh, that one extra points just from the battalion. I don't actually get command points. Um, oh, we know. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so my list is, uh, I don't know, it's pretty straightforward. It's just hard to kill. Uh, the Mortec Guard, uh, they're deceivingly hard to kill. Um, there's 60 wounds worth there with a three-up re-rolling save. Um, the Mortec. Shield Corpse gives me a, each turn gives me a free um, shield wall ability um, f for one of those units. So it's saving me two points, two um, discipline points each each battle round. Uh, the Liege Cavalos, um, his command ability gives plus one attacks to a unit wholly within 12. Um, can't stack, but it's pretty good. Uh, the two Bone Shapers, they're obviously healers, um, bring models back, and then they're also spellcasters. Um, the, the Soul Mason's the same. Pretty much he just has a good spell, and then he can cast endless spells, whatever. Um, I don't know. It's a pretty straightforward list. Um, it's all about just not dying. Obviously, the Mortec Guard are really hard to kill, but they're actually really good in combat. You can get them to... So they've got two attacks each. They're... Um, this is just base two attacks each. They hit on threes, wound on fours. Um, I've got a spell I can cast on them to ignore mortal wounds on a five up. They also ignore mortal wounds or any wounds on a six up, death save. Um, yeah, I don't know. They're, they're straightforward. They, yeah, their weapons explode on a six. Um, there's another spell makes it explode on a five. So... The endless spell, the Tithe Shrieker, gives me plus one to hit within 12 inches. So um, they can be hitting on twos, exploding fives. Uh, they can be re-rolling ones to hit. Uh, it's just their wound rolls that lets them down. They're wounding on fours. Um, but, yeah, they're, they're quite deadly in combat. And then you got the Stalkers. They're, they're a 400-point unit. Um, they do what a 400-point unit sort of does. They just can do a lot of damage. If you put them in that stance, or they also can can tank a fair bit away too. But um, yeah, that's pretty much what the army does. There's not really much to hide with my army. Um, You're not as deadly as the ogres, though. Not as deadly as ogres, um, and different to what I've I've ran in the past. So so earlier, oh, probably the last two years, I've been the last year and a half, I've been running legions and a gash. Um, <laughs> And running all about just, you know, running up the board, doing a heap of wounds. My units die, I just bring them back. Um, with the points changes at the middle of the year, I had to, my my list sort of went up 50 points. So I lost an com extra command point, lost a few things. So I've, I've sort of haven't really played them except Sydney GT because I could fit more into the 2,500 points. Um, but that's kind of why I've steered away from the Legion's for the Masters and gone with the new army. Um, I wanted to try the new army as well. So, yeah, that's pretty much that's pretty much it. Has, have our other players uh, had an opportunity to play against the Bone yeah, Reapers I'm yet? I'm excited to see how you go. 
I tried to line up a game against Liam, but um, he chickened out. So, yeah, no, I haven't played against the Burn Reapers yet. Are you serious? <laughs> I came back faster. That's unfair. Um, nah, I think after Masters, me and Ash will be playing a game straight after pretty much, depending how he feels. So, Definitely. I'm so keen. Um, yeah. Um, Dave, have you played the... Dave, have you had a game yet? Uh, against Bone Reapers. <clears throat> Matt, I've played yeah. against them about 20 times already. I think I know that army better than you do. <laughs> oh, good. You might be, be able honest. to tell me how it works. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> nah, mate. I've ne- I haven't played them once. I haven't even looked through their war scrolls. So I'm pretty sure you could just say things and I'll be like, yeah, cool, man. Keep going. So may do, <laughs> I've just may, heard that they don't die. Good to know. May do him if a favour and tell, tell if Dave. We get, how, if, if we get pet up at CanCon. I am not going to CanCon, so good luck on that. So what was that, Magro? I was going to say, may do, do, him, do, do Dave a favour and, and explain how he's going to beat you. Um, mortal, <clears> wounds, <throat> mortal wounds, Dave. I don't think you're, um, you're not you. Your, your ogre gluttons won't even kill. They'll be lucky to kill one one model in the uh, Mortec Guard. Um, but I think your your Stonehorns are definitely going to smash them with their mortals on the charge. And then they're especially. Um, I'm really worried about the the Metal Cruncher with the the D6 mortal wounds at the start of combat phase. Um, and obviously all the rend on on your on your big guys, but. Even with your two rend, I'm still a five-up save re-rolling. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I've got I've got a bit of neg one in my army and stuff like that. So I think it's just going to come down to your mortal wounds. We'll just sort of smash through me, I reckon. But, um, yeah, I think – I'm not worried about your other – like your, even Iron Guts with their one rend will we'll do a fair bit of damage. Um but it's just that I'm a four-up save re-rolling, so I'm going to hopefully negate a fair bit of whatever they put through. Um, what's your um, What's your mortal wound save? You have a death save, six up, obviously. Uh, I've got a death save, yeah. Um, I've also got a spell I can cast on on a unit, which is ignore mortal wounds on a five-up. So I could cast that on, on my front unit of Mortec or whatever, and um, they're ignoring five-up, so, six-up. Um, do you, want to, do you want to give the audience just like a pre-demonstration of how bad it's going to hurt when I moor off a whole unit? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I've my, um, it's my, my bone tithe nexus, I can pick a, I can put it in the middle of the board and then pick uh, one of your, you only have one spell caster, so I can make it neg one to cast and neg one to unbind and dispel. Um, with on a two up for the for the whole turn, so good luck getting it off on a nine. Awesome. <laughs> or an eight if you next <laughs> a nine. Well, what's oh, I'm next to my I'm next to my duda. Ah, it goes well. off on a seven. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> Average. <laughs> That's what I'm all about. Um, yeah, no, look, <laughs> you definitely you've definitely got the mortal wounds there um, to to smash smash my army. What do you yeah, reckon about uh, Joel Slanesh? Because that's got a lot of mortal wounds in it. Uh, More than yeah. mine, I think. Yeah, look, definitely. definitely. That's... Tell you what, Matt, if we get paired up against each other, I'm going to absolutely fucking smash you off the table, mate. <laughs> I played um, I played a Slanesh the other night. 
um, with my Nagash list, so it wasn't this list. But um, I had I was I had a unit of twenty Mortec Guard in combat with uh, Exalted Chariot, a normal Chariot, and uh, um, you you uh, what are you you uh, what's the big bitch? Keeper. Keeper, and um, yeah, they they survived two rounds of combat because they had the five up mortal wound save, and they actually killed. Um, nearly they killed the keeper and nearly killed both chariots. So that Matt, was just don't, don't don't dodge the question. Respond to Joel properly. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no look, I, I honestly I don't think I can beat Joel. I'm not saying I can beat him, um, especially with the locust. That locust is a bitch. Because um, otherwise, those Mortec guard, even a unit of them hitting. If if I get to go first into his keeper, they're they're two ren, so he's got a six up save against all the wounds coming in. Um, you know, like, yeah, keepers. I know. I know. Joel knows that the keepers. His his pride and joy are the the seeker chariot, the big chariots, and um, yeah. But insane. The only thing that the chariots can do to me is the mortal wounds. Their their multiple amounts of attacks don't really get through the more tech saves. Um, just because they don't have a lot of rend. Yeah, best way to you, get through mortal- high armor is weighted dice, mate. And they've got they're rolling 26, 26 attacks each. Yeah, but if you don't have rend, it's a three up save and then a three up again. Like I get to re-roll saves. Yeah, yeah you need Two. like you need like 120 attacks to get through that, man. You, no one's got that. No, I'm not saying that they're going to yeah. do it by themselves. But yeah. <clears throat> oh yeah. yeah. Uh, Witch house. <laughs> yeah, bring bring back daughters. Or, or no, yeah, I was just speaking more. Or flagellants. Or flagellants. Don't say that, Mango. You're, you're definitely. Look, you I, I, I'm, definitely wor- um, I'm definitely worried about Joel's list. Don't you worry. Yeah. <laughs> it's they're, they're pretty shit, um, aren't they? I'm not. I'm not. Giving, I'm not giving you any depravity. That's a good thing. <laughs> so, so we got Regis. This is his first time at Masters. Um, he's new to the scene this year, and he made it in. So we got um Nurgle in the realm of Hish. We got a Harbinger Decay, who's a general who is. Resilient um, with the Weatherstaff artifacts, a lot of blights with the Everquartz brooch, a sorcerer with blades of putrefaction spell, and runner, I guess, with glorious. Ones. Five, five, five blight kings and a blight cyst with the sorcerer, the Harbinger Decay, and that as well. I don't remember. Um, and, and then we got yeah. 30 plague bearers and 30 plague monks with the double blades and the banner and. Do- Gongs to an extra command point. Um, what are your thoughts going up against this, Matt? Uh, well, he's a he's a four up. He's a four drop. Sorry, um, I'm a five drop. So um, I've already been. He's already been asking me a lot of questions about my army, and I've I've been pretty open with him and and telling him how my army works. Um, I don't, I don't want to go there and have any gotcha moments or anything like that. So I'm happy to explain how it works. Um, but yeah, so I've, I've sort of been getting into his head about who takes first turn and now it's all up to him to decide like with the four drop and I'm a five. Um, cause I think he was pretty happy to have that extra drop, that less drop. And I'm like, well, that's good. Cause now I don't want to, I don't want that choice. <laughs> and he's like, oh, oh, okay. Um, but look, this list, um, as far as him killing me, I think. The plague monks are probably the only thing there, and Rodigus, 
that might kill my units, but um, it's more the the numbers. He has the numbers for objectives. Um, the Blight Kings, I'm definitely not worried about. Um, I can obviously tank. I can tank most of the stuff here. Like Plague Bearers are not going to damage me, um, but they're going to hold objectives. So the other thing is, we're both really slow armies, and Getting to those first middle of, two middle objectives first turn for either of us is going to be really hard. Um, like Blight Kings are what a four inch, five inch move. Plague Bearers are four inch. Plague Monks are maybe a six inch, are they? Um, so yeah, it's going yeah. to be it's going to be difficult for both of us. Um, like obviously, I can spend a discipline point to make three inch extra on my unit, so I've probably got the better chance of getting to those middle ones first turn he's um, also got the wheel to add two to his move yes if he gets the right yeah. roll also he, he can't also he can make a run roll of a six <coughs> um yes he can spend a command point to make a six um but i think with the objectives the way they are if you put your model right at the tip of that point and to that first objective i think you need uh, 18 inch or uh, move to get to it to within no it's 18 inches of, oh, I don't know now I think it's 18 inches away so you need to get at least it's, a 13, 13 inch just, move just just under 17 inches away so yeah you need to you need a run roll of a six and as um, a six inch move to basically guarantee yourself to get there yeah so some he might Oof. get one of them, but yeah, it's if if he was if he had more movement and he got those two big units up to that middle first turn, it's going to be really hard for me um, to get them. But look, I think it's going to be a bit of a slap first this fight. Um, this uh, <laughs> obviously we just both don't die. He's got stuff that doesn't die. Um, I don't know. How do you guys see it going? Uh, I look you, at, you already know what I think. I'm looking so at I'll let this, everyone else. I just feel like Nurgle have lost a bit. I suppose. I don't know. Like he's got a. It's Nurgle. <clears throat> he can screen out the bearers, which are hard to kill. But you're right. The the kings aren't going to do much, at all. Uh, and his mortal wounds in this Nurgle list is actually fairly minimal. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just so I think blade. it would just be a case of... The blades. Yeah, still. it's... <clears throat> it's the blades, but he's got no way of boosting that, and your, um, your stupid terrain piece that you just explained <laughs> to me... Yeah. <clears throat> ...will make that an eight, which, I don't know, I've played Nurgle, and even a seven, I feel like that's hard to get off. Yeah, um, yeah. <clears throat> I think it'll just come down to who controls the objectives first. Yeah. Yeah, look, I can get my stalkers. I... My stalkers move a fair bit. They can move up quite easy on one. Um, it's just getting a run roll for the for my uh, more tech guard for the other side or whatever. But, yeah, I don't know. See how it goes. So what is the Aether Court's brooch for in this list? Am I missing something? He... Um, uh. So I've played Jordan heaps. He um, mm. uses the Apricot's Brooch because he has an extra artifact, and also he wants to use the Harmony of Decay's um, 
command ability and also another command ability. So he wants to like a use lot of Michael, so it's just there for farming. He wants to yeah, use the Lord of Blights. He's there for Lord of Blights. Yeah, so he can make his Yeah, yeah I get the Lord of Blights and the Plague Bearers. We yeah, put it on so the bearers to make the neck two in melee and neck four shooting. Yeah, so he wants to do it okay. on that. And okay. then also he wants to make the Black Kings like five up ward as well. He wants he wants the cake and eat it, is pretty much what he's going for. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it sounds like this match um, is going to be an absolute grind. Uh, but we're assuming and uh, guessing, I guess, that Jordan doesn't have the mortal wound output to take down Matt Tyrrell. Is that a fair yeah. assumption? I, I I think so, and um, um, I reckon in two and a half hour rounds, this game's going to get a ton, just purely based on <laughs> the grind. Yeah, yeah. Uh, look, Rodicus can get do um, a few more. The way I've described spell, it to but... both Matt, you go. Yeah, the way I described this to both Matt and Jordan because they both I both message him. Um, Jordan does better Nurgle is the best way to describe it. Like, he's Nurgle, but better. And the durability. When, like, Nurgle, about a year ago, pretty much was, like, being durable and debuffing, um, Matt's army just does that newer and better. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because you regrow units, don't you? Yeah. I can't bring back... Sounds like something enough. stupid that death would do. Yeah, I can't bring yeah, that he, He's Rodigus, like you said, he could do mortal wounds. He does D3 on a number of units, so you can just grow them back. Yeah. I think for Nurgle in this kind of environment, I think it needs to go more of the armor debuff route um, where you can get up to negative four minus on an armor. And if you did that, then those um, Black Kings would just be tearing you up. Yeah. But it's definitely yeah. not that list. I think this this list was the the same list that he took to his first tournament, um, which he I think he podiumed. Came came, so. came third at um, uh, Border Wars. Yeah, so I think this is a bit Second. of a throwback for him, like a an homage Second. to the to the list that he took to to start out his tournament career, and then yeah, like bringing it to Masters as well. So yeah, cool. Uh, just we'll move forward uh, with the last battle round, the the last uh, battle, which is going to be Reese's. Legion of Asgore, which is going to be the Bull Centaur Torok. We've got a de- uh, which ha- is the general, which has the command trait of grotesque uh, and the artifact of armor of blah blah blah. Uh, we have the Demon Smith. We have a, co- a contorted epitome. Interesting, an ally choice. We have thirty Infernal Guard. We've got the Fire Glaives. We've got ten Fire Glaives. Ten Fire Glaives. Uh, Twelve uh, Kadai Fireborn. We've got a Skullcracker. We've got a Magma Cannon and a Magma Cannon. We've got the Bridge. So that's two K. Uh, that is going to come up against uh, Matt Campbell. Matt Campbell's running the Blades of Corn, sorry, his Blades of Corn, uh, which is Gur Reaper of Vengeance, which is going to have the Wrath of Corn Bloodthirster, uh, which is the General, the Mage Eater Command Trait, the uh, Skull Shard Mantle is the artifact. We have a Bloodthirster of Incessant Rage with the Amber Glaive. We have the Bloodthirster of Inf- Unfettered Fury with the Crimson Crown. We have a Skull Taker, a Slaughter Priest. Um, which has Killing Frenzy. We have a Blood Secretor. We have five Flesh Hounds, five Flesh Hounds, five Flesh Hounds, five Flesh Hounds, five Fresh Hounds. So five of five. Uh, and then we have the Tyrants of Blood, the Murder Host, coming in at 1980 with two command points. So maybe quick round, Robin. How do you think we're going to go Matt's Bladed of Corn versus Reese's uh, uh, Compendium, Not a Real Army, 
hashtag it however you want to, the uh, Legions of Asgore. I think I think uh, I think Matt's got this. Um, he can just run. He's only got to run those two two units of flesh hounds up to grab the objectives if he's given first turn or takes it. Um, and then he, he, you know, those three blood verses, We all know what they can do and and what they do with tyrants of blood and murder hosts. So it's it's a very very tough list. He knows how to play it well. Um, also, he he wants those flesh hounds to be dying to get those get those blood ties so he can you know make get extra moves for his bloodthirsters or, or all that sort of jazz. Um, look, it's going to be a very tough matchup. Um, I know Reese's Reese's got a bit of shooting, so that'll help him. But I think if Matt's smart, he's holding holding most of his stuff out of range that first turn anyway. So um, I think it's Matt's ga- game to lose, to be honest. All right, so Mayor, Mayor thinks Matt. Who else? Who else wants to put their, their hat in the ring? Um, I'll, I'll, um, I'll say. Um, oh, oh, you go. Nah, I'm letting you go, Joel. Uh, <laughs> uh, I reckon. I reckon my boy, my boy Rice is going to shoot all of Matt's stuff off the table and win. All right, so we got one so, one apiece. Yeah, I reckon he is very adept to uh, the chorfs. He's been playing them for the better part of two years uh, and he has fine-tuned this list and his play style towards it for a very, very long time. And I know Matt's in the same boat with his corn, but I think corn have a lower ceiling than what the chalks do. Okay. So we've got one apiece. Um, I reckon that Ash. the chorks are oh, no, going to shoot Matt off the table, like Joel said. <clears throat> and then those Kadai, they, they'll they tear stuff up and they fly. Oh, mate, they eat yeah, bloodthirsters think... and all that shit for days. Just yeah, like a bloodthirst. He's got maybe one, um, but I don't think he even took the plus one save. I don't know, like I'm not going to tear apart Matt's list because his list is amazing and it's proven. But, <clears throat> yeah, those Kadai are going to eat up thirsters. He's got 50 shooters plus the two cannons. His Skullcracker is no joke. Uh, and if Corn go up and sit on those objectives, Matt, they're just going to get shot off. <laughs> I I think this is the Chaos Dwarfs game. Interesting. And and Joel Graham in the chat saying uh, he reckons Chorfs can do it as well because he's got the Soul Screen Bridge. So interesting call out. Ash, what are your thoughts? I think the, the Soul Screen Bridge is unlikely to get cast this game. Um yeah, but I think I think with the with the scenario, it's going to be it's going to be very dependent on who takes the first turn because I think if Matt goes first with the amount of extra movement he's got on those flesh hounds with the murder host, um, he could zone off the board pretty well um, and just get positional on the objectives as he needs to. Um, but then that said, the shooting from the Chorfs is no joke. So, um, again, depending on a few dice rolls with the Magma Cannons, if you can get some lucky sixes on those guys into a Thurster, um, yeah, it's, it's going to be really interesting. I, I don't think I want to call this one either way. I think that this is going to be one of the closer games in that first round. All right, so we've got two people on the side of Reese. We've got one person on the side of Matt. We have Ash, who doesn't want to make a call. He's, he's down the middle. Liam, where are you at with this one? Um, yeah, um, you guys are going to hate me, but, um, not, not just cause he's a club mate or anything. It's just cause I know how he plays. It's Matt. Um, 
just because he's so well practiced. And yeah, you guys are talking about shooting lists and stuff. But, like Reese is going to shoot him off. Um, but Matt's no joke when it comes to like measuring and zoning out to avoid that as much as he can. Um, and also those flesh hounds aren't no joke. Like are like no joke. They are so good for what they do. Um, and it is a movement game. Um, and those flesh hounds fulfill that role. It's not a shooting game. It's not forty k. Um, so you the flesh hounds are about the Kadai too. There's twelve of those guys who can move fourteen inches and then charge. Yeah, so that's one unit, and he's and got a skull and, cracker. And then yeah, Matt's got five of that. So I reckon it's going to be a close game, but my vote's Matt. All so, right. Yeah. Good, 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 unbiased opinion there. It's um, fine. Let's put I'm it on the stream. First game. <laughs> well, yeah. If only, if only we had the stream. Unfortunately, uh, Nick is stretched with that activity. Um, so they're, they're the lists, and. Um, think very interesting. I think we've got some listener questions we'll go through and then we'll kind of wrap up with uh, who's going to win it. So um, I'll take the first one, Liam, you take the second one. The first one is a listener caller, a friend of the show, Ash McEwen, and he asks, <laughs> um, do you consider your army to be a meta list, a counter meta list, or a gatekeeping list? Uh, do you... Or do you have another category that you would find yourself in? So how do you, how do you see the list that you're submitting? Um, uh, Dave, I might start with yourself. How do you see it? Are you meta, counter meta, a bit of a gatekeeper or something else? <clears throat> I've got no idea. I'm the upside down meta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think ogres are meta. <clears throat> I don't think they're anti-meta. I, I, I think yours is a gatekeeper. Okay, I think yours go. is a gatekeeper for sure because it, it's definitely <clears throat> polarized to um, if you can deal with the, the stone horns um, and the iron guts, then you've got a way to deal with it. But um, if you don't, then um, yeah, it's going to walk over a lot of combat armies as well. So I'm coming for you, Matt. <laughs> Joel, Joel, how do you see your list? Uh, well, everyone's going to say that mine's an on meta list, but I think mine's a a spin-off of a, of a metal list. So um, I, I've um, jumped ahead, I think. And um, so like Slanesh, they're, they're the king of the the, the, um, the activation wars, right, with the Locusts. I like to think that my list is the king of kings. Um, so it's just unfortunate there's no other Slanesh armies there. So, yeah, <laughs> that's where I stand. Cool. Matt? Uh new army i don't know i think it might end up being the meta at some stage but um i don't know it's it's new i don't know i just picked it because it's new and it's death and i play death I don't probably know. probably you... a gatekeeper leading into cancon i imagine there's going to be a whole bunch of bone reaper armies yeah yeah um yeah, and if, so... if you don't have the tools to deal with that high high armor save then yeah you're not going to be able to get through it yeah and Ash, how'd you rate yourself? Um, well, I designed the list to be a gatekeeper, but it's turned out to be kind of counter meta with all the chaos armies that are there. So um, yeah, I, I think it's it's landed as counter meta. And and you and before we move on to the next question, Ash, do you just want to quickly define or just give people a bit of a, an idea of what a gatekeeping list would be versus a I guess a counter meta would be? Sure. So um, say, for instance, let's take the, the Bone Reapers. Um, so they're a great example of a, a gatekeeper list because if you have mortal wounds, you can take them off the board. If you don't, you're going to struggle. Or if you don't have higher end, you're going to struggle. Um, and so that can catch a few armies off guard. Um, and if you 
the, the way that the gatekeeper works is that it's not likely to win the tournament, but it might stop some of those stronger lists from getting through to, to round three or four on the top tables. Thanks. You're welcome. Sick. Um, so this next question is pretty much targeted towards Matt and Dave. So this is from Rocco, a good friend of the show. Um, so for anyone bringing one of the new books to the Masters, what attracted you to the new army that you're comfortable enough going away from what you got to the Masters status to being with? So Dave, you kind of gave us a little bit of insight into this, but if you want to expand on it more of like what made you decide, like what made you feel comfortable to bring Ogres to Masters to defend your title? Uh, it's a bit of a gamble, to be honest. There's a lot of other armies out there, I think, that um, would have been in a more comfortable position, uh, a.k.a. Fire Slayers. I think if I had taken Fire Slayers, I'd feel, like, very confident. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but, yeah, I, I, I really wanted to play Destruction for this and, you know, I, I, I don't expect to win this one. Nor do I think I probably should. <laughs> so, so is, is destruction your excuse? Like, like at the end of it, you're like, oh, I ran destruction. Oh, no, I'll just blame it on being bad this year. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it straight on the chin. Um, <clears throat> whoever beats me, beats me. And it's, it's although it's only 10 people, which is a bit disappointing, um, <clears throat> they're 10 pretty good people. So, yeah. Gamble. Oh. Nice. Matt, is it a gamble as well? Um, my other option was, uh, so I was going to play death, I think, no matter what. Um, but my other, as I alluded to earlier, my other lists that I've been playing this year have sort of changed a bit anyway. And look, I knew there was definitely going to be one Slanesh being Joel and I thought Hoops was going as well. So I thought there was going to be at least two Slanesh and I knew my death army doesn't deal with Slanesh at all because I just, if I'm not striking first um, and against Slanesh, my, my death army, normal death army was just going to die, was just going to get wiped off the board. So to take an army that doesn't tend to get wiped off the board is sort of my little chance of a maybe a surviving to turn three in a game against Slanesh or something like that. But um so that was kind of my idea behind it. Yeah. It's probably not the right idea as far as I don't know the army that well. I haven't played it that well. Um but yeah, look all my other options with what I've got painted and stuff at home, I just don't think I had that competitive enough list. Like this is probably my as competitive as sort of as I could build quick enough and paint. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, you're definitely one of the people that I'm going to be messaging nearly all the time throughout the weekend being like, how are they going? Because I really want to yeah. see a good result. <laughs> and I think <laughs> a lot of, some hope. and I think a lot of ogre players are going to be very curious on how Dave goes as well. So, um, yeah. make sure to keep yeah. those socials updated. 100%. Um, so the next question, the next two questions from the same person. Um, so the first one he's asked, this is Michael Thompson. Um, he said, when it comes to results, do you think um, it's your ability to write a list or the ability to play the game? Um, so pretty much, he's pretty much saying like, 
is it your army list that makes you pretty much win the game or is it your skill or it can be both in a way so um joel what do you think i think i said this a bit earlier in the uh, in the stream that um lists are r- largely irrelevant uh in a in the masters i think um when you walk up to a table, you're actually going to be playing against uh, the person. You have to try and out-general them, you know. That's my opinion on on, on it all. Uh, obviously, lists can go a certain way. If you take an army uh, that can't be sort of just counted easily by, say, metal lists, uh, Ashes yeah. list excluded here, obviously, um, then, yeah, uh, you're basically just uh, fighting against the other person across the table rather than the models that are actually on the table. Yeah. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. yeah um, I got a pretty polarized opinion on this. Um, I think that lists <clears throat> in AOS currently uh, aren't a big deal. They might be down the lower end, even the, the mid pack of a tournament. Uh, but there's so there's two prime examples of this that will back up my statement. Um, one is Dan Brewer <clears throat> down in Sydney. Um, he can run some pretty shit lists that other people wouldn't be able to use and he does well with them. And then um, the counterpart up in Queensland would be Dean Matthews <clears throat> and he runs absolutely garbage mixed destruction lists, but he pumps people. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I don't think lists are a thing you really need to worry about unless can... you're aiming for the top. I think I can probably... Yeah, I think um, definitely the the middle play middle table players um, will rely on a good list to to get them through the middle tables and up to the four and one category. Um, but any top players will it'll 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 come down to player skill basically. Yeah. So what I was going to say to back up Dave is I played both of those people. Like I have played Dean, and he I'm not going to lie, he wrote some weird destruction list when I played him. It was like some weird. Old school orcs list. He had the, he had a wyvern. He had the wyvern. He had a like a had double wyvern. Yeah, 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 double wyvern and stuff. And I was just like, this is weird. And then um, he pretty much. I was playing Hagnar daughters, and he um messed me up real good. I can say that he messed me up real goddamn good. So I can back you up with. I was like, this does not make sense. This should not be happening, but it did. Um, yeah. I think they, uh, what do you what do you think, man? Yeah, look, I think they both go hand in hand. Like, um, like with, uh, say, my old death list, I played it that much that I was rewriting it all the time. So, and in the end, I had a good list that I'd written. Um, obviously, it's not a list I got off the net. It was something I made up myself. But it, the more you play it, the better general you become anyway. But then you've got a good list as well. Like, I think they sort of go hand in hand quite well. But I think if you're just starting with an army, um, as as Dave was saying, it more, it more comes down to the general. Like Dave, for example, he, like he, I think he, a lot of his results, it's always a different army. He's playing at, at tournaments he's doing, and he's doing well all the time. So it's not like you could say he just plays chaos or he just plays destruction and nothing else. So it definitely, it, it depends on the person, but I think it, it, a good player that plays a list a lot will, will be a good list rider, if you know what I mean. So... Yeah. yeah, and learn, train, play in the chat said a really good point. It's like, you know, knowing how to use your list to win in any of the battle plans is going to be key. Um, yeah. the, um, the expression I've been using for this particular conversation is don't play the list, play the game. And that's referring yeah. to yourself with that. So 
you, you should when you walk to a table at like top level Warhammer, you should really know exactly what your army does, and you shouldn't have to look up rules or anything. Um, and yep. then you should just be able to play the game better because of that, because you're focusing on uh, what's happening on the table rather than what's happening with your rules. So yeah, exactly. And one thing you did also mention, uh, Matt, where um, like Dave is a good example, but I think most of the masters, I kid you not, I think everyone except for like two or three people, I've played different armies throughout the year and have done well with it. Like you got Ash with his Night Haunt, um, which he did really well with. Then you got your Devoted. Um, but I also did. And then Joel, you played 15 events, and I'm pretty sure you played like 15 different army lists. I kid you not. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was, so, nothing was the same. Yeah, so, um, and yeah, you've been playing the deaf, but I think you also did some tweaks with your list. So everyone has played like different lists throughout the year and have done quite well with it. So it kind of shows that like the Masters level players, it's not because of their lists, it's because well, of Well, Dave, Dave took players. bone splitters early in the year, took out, took out a breeze, breeze hammer, you yeah. ran the um the the duckling coven so um i think everyone's kind of shown it's more than just a list and a play style it's it's getting that diversity and um getting experience on the table yeah exactly um next question is chris Haller, um says did they all shift armies and lists around the recent releases or did they just stick and tried and tested their armies going into masters um kind of answered that earlier when i asked about practice games and stuff and i think you guys all answered that quite well but um ash since you just came on um so yeah did you shift your armies or list around the recent releases or have you tried and tested this army out hips um i've not played a game with this list um i was forced <laughs> to shift this list around because of the because of the cities of sigma book um but it does play very similarly to the lists that i've been playing with my devoted to sigma so um, i've got experience with the units um but uh yeah not so much with the the list as as it is in this iteration okay cool yeah because i think we've all answered this kind of question earlier when i asked have you guys practiced any games for masters and i think you guys all said yes to an extent except i think yeah dave has practiced some games as well just me. um just just you ash um ryan hooper has asked being as the better as the meta is currently flip on its head and how does everyone feel of the 10 mainly taking um niche, niche armies i think yeah, you're niche. trying to say niche there Oh, no, but you were spelling I was like, that's not niche. Um, niche armies in hopes to count the Slanesh Fire Slayers we saw a few months ago. So you guys written any army list to better it kind of thing? I do know you guys said you want, you're hoping for more Slanesh, but Ryan has disappointed us funny enough when he asked us this question. Oh, did you guys think there's going to be a Fire Slayer army uh, coming? I know Chuck has played Fire Slayers uh, through, through this competitive year. No, oh, look, I personally... I didn't really, as I, like, I knew Slanesh would be there, but th that's the only. I, I just sort of knew I needed an army that could survive a bit more. That's why I went OBR. But I, I'm not really trying to break the meta. Like I'm not trying to beat the meta. Just that's I, that's just what I'm taking. Joel, um, oh, look, I was expecting another Slanesh army to be there, but I've never ran sort of on metal lists. I've always um, put my own spin on them, similar to how Matt runs his armies, like his death army, for example. Um, so like while I am running Slanesh, it's definitely not the, the typical Slanesh. So I'm trying to catch people out with some different tech and I want to actually show people what they're capable of. But um, yeah, uh, I, I, that's all I've got to say about that really. Sick. I think it's pretty obvious that everyone's taking 
an army that they're comfortable with rather than uh, trying to counter yeah. something. I think trying to counter something's a, um, a fool's errand. Yeah. Uh, you've got to take something that you're comfortable with. And that shows with them being niche-looking lists. It's more like um, it, the lists are a reflection of the player. Yeah. And, and, it's been, and it seems like we've all written our lists to, to be able to play into each scenario because there is the, the 18 scenarios that are possible over the weekend um, and that kind of ends up being a bit more of a, a well-rounded list rather than something that might be um, tailored towards the five scenarios you know are going to happen in an event. So That's actually a really good sure. call. So some of our international listeners, that's quite common. They don't announce the, the scenario or the battle plan until the day or 15 minutes prior, but certainly in the Australian culture, we announce our battle plans after list submission but before the game. So you, you, you know well in advance potentially what scenarios you're going to play. So... Um, I guess to, to win the Masters, you need to be uh, thinking about how your your army list is going to to handle all 18 scenarios. Like one thing I also want to bring up, I think four of us on this stream so far went to Masters last year and I think we saw that everyone brought an army that they were comfortable with, I think. Oh, everyone. I was, like, at, I was at Masters last year. Did you play though? You didn't say that. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, but I think we all brought army lists that were comfortable. With, so kind of like you kind of see that at every Masters, even the Masters before then, everyone brought armies that they were comfortable with. So I'm not comfortable yeah. with mine. <laughs> you got your army done, which I'm impressed with. Super impressed that you've had like a month and a bit to do it. Um, but cool. yeah, sick. Um, Dino Matthews or, or D has asked uh, a very curious, interesting question, a bit of a side question from this is, how does everyone feel about travelling to Melbourne? So uh, a bit of context, uh, the Masters has travelled across the country uh, every year. First one was in Brisbane, second one was in Sydney, third one is now in Melbourne. So how do you guys feel about travelling to Melbourne to play when there's only a couple of you guys actually from Melbourne? Joel, I know you're a little bit out of Melbourne, but there's only like one or two locals from Melbourne. Um, you know, should the Masters be set in a location based on the amount of people who have qualified? So if there's more Queenslanders, it's based up in Queensland uh, to attempt to minimise the travel or, you know, what are your thoughts on the rotating scape so far? Well, I just want to chime in real quick. There was five out of the top 16 from Victoria who qualified for Masters. So I think by going off that logic, we're actually probably up there anyway. Uh, however, in saying that, I would have preferred it if it was in Bendigo instead of Melbourne this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, a, a personal preference because you are from Bendigo, so just yes, context yeah. for people who are watching. <laughs> yeah, and look to say if say for example you just have it in Queensland each year because there was more Queenslanders, then you're going to have the Victorian and the Sydney ones probably dropping out. So I don't know. I think. We probably should try and look into having a centralised location for all three that are easy to get to, um, cheap, cheapest to get to. Um, look, uh, it probably it probably is a good idea that it changes each year, gives everyone a chance. Um, but and I think also when it changes to the middle of the year next next time might be a lot easier for people too. Like I think being this time of year is probably more the reason why people aren't going than where it actually is. Um, and, and probably because where it is too, because people don't want to travel that far before Christmas. So, 
Um, I don't know. I don't know how you how you change it, especially like now South Australia and even Victoria. They're, they're starting to get a lot more players too, and a lot better players. So, in two years' time, Victoria and, and South Australia, that they could have they could have the majority. And um, and then if you've just got it in Queensland each year, then that that majority might not be going because it's too far to travel. So, I think you need to be able to move it around a bit, give everyone the opportunity. Um, yeah, and and it it does it builds builds the communities in those other states as well. Dave, what about yourself? Oh, sorry, gosh. No, 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 you you were talking to Dave. I was just going to ask, just because Dave, uh, this is his third Masters, so he's obviously played locally in Brisbane. He's now travelled to Sydney, now travelling to Melbourne. What's your observations being you've been to all three now? Um, I guess they've all kind of felt the same, really. I mean, being in Brisbane, where it was hosted in Brisbane was about 10 minutes away from my house. So I'm not going to say that was bad. Um, um, I I really want it to be in Adelaide next year. Uh, I don't want SA to miss out. Um, So it's only those four states, isn't it? Uh, Really? Yeah. Yeah. We're not going to move it to anywhere else. Uh, Like if they move it to Perth. It's a bad idea because yep. well, no one yeah. wants to go to Perth. Perth is really expensive to get to. Well, this kind of this, country now. This I don't believe it exists. I think well, that's this, a conspiracy theory. This kind of leads into what Ryan Hooper's asked in the chat, and uh, again for the, our friends on the podcast, uh, Ryan has said, "What do you guys think of having a state-based uh, Masters and then leading into like an Aussie Championship?" So. Um, you know, having something a bit, more, a bit more local that kind of feeds into a, a, a top. Um, maybe Ash first. What are your thoughts on, on that? And then I'll throw to Dave and then the, the group. Um, well, I guess the same question still comes up. Like, where do you hold the, the Australian championships? And I think even just logistically, it becomes difficult for the TOs to um, to have five different venues, say, for instance, and have them all locked in months in advance and then all of a sudden cancel on four of them because the majority of people are going to be playing in like for instance if what what happens if if the majority of people end up from the Adelaide scene and then um it means that you have a lot more people traveling um and yeah I think from the perspective of doing a state-by-state masters I think that would be fine like I don't think it would affect the the Australian masters but it's more about the like whether the logistics of of doing uh, the masters in the, the location that um, the majority are from is that that's kind of where it becomes a, a bit of a problem. And can, can I just jump in too? Like everyone that complains about traveling for tournaments, um, like where I live, uh, it's a minimum, I'm a minimum three hours from any, like I think Joel's Bendigo is probably the closest tournament for us, like from Aubrey. Um, and then Canberra's the next, and then anywhere from there, we've got to fly anyway. Like, I- I'm travelling for every tournament anyway. Like, anyone that's really going to whinge about it, I-, I just... There's a lot of people that have to travel anyway. Like, I don't Self-imposed see punishment. Like, and even like, <laughs> like Randy, like Randy from Tassie, like, you know, he-, he manages to get himself to a lot of tournaments, and he's travelling for all of them. Um, Rocky from up to... Cairns, he, he travels around Australia, like, you know. So, so it's probably an expectation that there is some level of, of um, travel involved to become a Masters-level player. Um, 
you know, doing it maybe in your local patch maybe is not enough. Yeah, possibly. Like, I, I don't. I don't. I'm not saying. I'm, I'm every, not trying to create a war between certain yeah, states. But, no, like, but, I don't think. But, that, I don't think people should have to travel. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying from a point of view, like my point of view, where I do have to travel for pretty much every event. Like then for master, then for me to have to travel to masters, it's not an issue. Like it's just something that you know that's just part and parcel for me with tournaments anyway so us country like, boys are different to the the city folk though mate you know we're yeah. used to traveling we used to driving the three four six hours to go somewhere those blokes in the cities won't even drive 20 minutes to go somewhere mate <laughs> you'd be lucky to get five minutes away and sit 20 minutes yeah the yeah, north side right. of brisbane river i don't cross yeah <laughs> i don't go over there it's more than 20 minutes away. What am I doing? What am I doing with my life? And that's the other thing, like what people are saying in the chat, like um, most of those major cities have a direct flight between major cities. Like um, obviously Aubrey does fly to Sydney and, and fly to Melbourne, but if we're going to get to Brisbane, it's two, at least two flights. Um, or if we're going to drive, it's like 13 hours or something ridiculous that I'm not going to yeah. do for a weekend tournament. So, yeah. Yeah, I just want to say real quick too. Oh, sorry, coach. I just want to say real quick too that um, there is direct flights from Bendigo to Sydney and back now. So uh, there's no excuse for you guys not to come to Bush Bash next year. I was, I I have been (laughs) eyeing that that flight off to be honest. And uh, and and you know we're not saying that people aren't travelling. I think it's it's shown within the community that we know we literally only spoke not long ago about all running down to Adelaide to support Doom of Darkness with you know SAGT. So. Uh, it's certainly there, but I think, you know, A. Huey's raised a really good point is that, you know, uh, we are very, a lot of us are very fortunate in our position to be able to easily tr- find ourselves in another city via direct flight. So, um, you know, uh, I know we're not, not all in positions to travel. We might have family restrictions and certainly things like Christmas uh, is, is a very expensive time in the year and a very, very challenging time for certain people. But I'd like to think in the next competitive season when we're looking at our Masters around July, July kind of or August kind of uh, 2021, uh, hopefully some of these restrictions have, have been reduced. Sick. Can I take the next one, Liam? Uh, yeah, what I was going to say quickly about the championships is like, I think it's a good idea, um, especially since we've got 16 months to wait for the next masters. So maybe next year, if someone from each state or whatever, like the masters committee just want to run an event or something would be sweet. Um, but yeah. Um, now Elizabeth, who's on the chat, I think still, um, she's asked, which player would you hit in the knee to eliminate from the tournament? Because you worry about the list army they are bringing. And in all seriousness, do you have any uh, preparations or rituals for good luck that can give you before a t- big tournament? Joel. Um, <laughs> yeah, Joel. I've already got one. I'm going to po- poison him <laughs> with lots I'm gonna of take out. I'm going to take out Joel's second knee. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'll, uh, I'll find Ash, a way. When there's a win, there's a Ash, way. Ash, I'm going to be there. Ash, what's the next body part? <laughs> I mean, if we're ganging up on Joel, it's it's not going to be a question, is it? That's right, mate. I can I can handle it. <laughs> that answer. I, that I have no doubt. Quick. <laughs> right, so we're all taking Joel out. Uh, yeah. Not me. I'm not involved. I'm not taking Joel out. But it sounds like Joel is is being uh, need and capped and and taken out. 
But I think, uh, I think what, honestly, though, I'd probably hobble Matt if I could because I think that level of player um, can cause problems for all of us. So I was I was actually saying, why the knees? Why not the hands? Because then how can they roll dice? Um, with, your fate, just, with your feet, Liam. With your feet. With an app. With a dice app. Don't you? Okay, someone mute Magro. Can we mute Magro? Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, none of that shenanigans here. Um, but any good luck rituals? Or is there anything where you guys like kind of do where you just hope? Oh, everyone's just like, no, nah, we do not do that. Yeah, cool, mm-hmm. awesome. Um, Joel drinks a lot. I was gonna say Joel drinks him. Isn't that it? That's yeah, I've, I've had like four cans on this stream, so it's <laughs> yeah, <it> just <laughs> is what it is. But um, yeah. no, um, uh, on Twitter, go find it somewhere. Uh, Dan. Down supervised, he put up a, a, a tweet saying that you guys got a uh, like a, a morning ritual or whatever before a tournament. Uh, I'm not going to say it on here because it's a bit inappropriate, but go find that tweet. That's funny. Oh, God. Isn't that just an every morning ritual? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming was, the ritual, was, ritual was get up, make breakfast, and uh, have, have nah, a No, no, no. Please don't do This is way before getting up. Don't, don't demonetize oh, my channel, Joel, please. He, he's yeah, no, already that's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> um, um, go find the tweet if you're interested. Bit of a laugh, anyway. Um, one army, I mean, one question from uh, Matthew Timmons asks, if you had to pick one army to buff an AOS, which would it be, and what change would you make to make that army stronger or more competitive in the current environment? Um, uh, what do you guys think? Sorry, what? Get out. Get out. Um, no, you'd, you'd, uh, <laughs> what you do is to make Slanesh better, right, is you better. reduce the effectiveness of the Locust, right, and then you drop the points of Fiends by about 60 points, and then Agreed. the army is suddenly 100% better. Agreed. We need more Fiends. We do. I think Hashtag like- make them 160. The yes. locust should oh be a, a four up on your greater demons and a six up on normal heroes. Something no, it's like fluffy. That. You'd go three up, five up, reduces the effectiveness. It's enough. Enough to I tweak it. I don't mind the locust, to be honest. The the the, the depravity is what what gets me. I reckon if you if you spend all yeah. your depravity um, at one in one go, so you can only ever put one keeper on the table, then that'd sort of solve a lot of the problems. The, the reason why, oh, sorry, it's a sidetrack off masters. Here. Right. The reason why Slanesh is so strong. In my humble opinion, as a Slanesh player, is because of the locust, right? So you reduce the effectiveness of the locust. Uh, you reduce the effectiveness of the double piling from the keeper because uh, your opponent uh, has a more engaging experience to then attack you and damage you and potentially kill you before you get to pile and attack twice. Hashtag uh, then, my yet? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then uh, because of that happening, uh, you get less depravity point generation, and all your heroes are dead. Because the locust isn't reliable, just tweak the yeah. locust. Yeah, agree. Fucking at me. So <laughs> that's me when on turn three you've got a hundred and ten depravity and you put yeah, three new on the table. <laughs> that's fine. That's all good because if the locust wasn't popping off and me killing all your stuff, it would be a different story. I I do the one comment I do agree is make fiends great again. Um, that was the those are the models that I loved. Um. And I kid you not, when I was packing up my Sinesh, I was quite upset, but I was packing up the fiends. Um, I've got 15 of them. You know, where are we? The shoulder. Just there somewhere. Along that, there. Makes me, that makes me fiends. so happy to hear. It makes me so happy. Yeah. Um, um, my army Matt, to, 
that I'd think of. Uh, I sort of have a quick thing about it today. Maybe uh, make Blood Knights summonable again and make a Soul Blight army. With cool. Vamp- I'm down for vampires. that. Yeah. Vampires on foot, like like Thrall's, Ideneth Thrall's, something similar like that. Yep. I can go around that. Um, Ash? Um, yeah, look, uh, I mean, I think most of the books are in a pretty good place these days. Um, there's not really anything that you immediately lose because you've taken that army anymore. I guess the only thing um, that you'd maybe look at is um, putting a bit of a boost on um, some of the lesser used uh, cities and um, and that sort of thing within the allegiances. So like like the Kraith from Doors of Cain and um, and that sort of thing. Like not the allegiance itself, but the some of those um, those books where they're a bit skewed over to to one list. Yep. Um, Dave um, Ko Ko need a rewrite entirely to buff them. Yep. That, stay stay tuned. Won't be long. I. <clears throat> My heart says Stormcast because I do like Stormcast. They've fallen a little bit away, but I agree with Ash. I think what they need to do is actually improve the internal balance of books to move away from the singular sub-factions that are always being played. Anthony? Make Liberators great again. Make what great again? Liberators. Liberators. Oh, did you see Doom's tweet? Uh, yeah, I did, but it's it's been a long time that I, that I thought that Liberators were the baseline for everything AOS, and uh, you just don't see them anymore. Um, makes me sad. Uh, and 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 Stewie in the chat as well. I agree. Uh, Zench Demons. I, I'm I've got a massive Zench Demon army. I love them and make them good outside of the change host. Um, my answer is going to be very unpopular. Um, and the way I'm going to word this is. I've got to I'm muted ready to meet you. Yeah. Don't okay. say Sylvaneth. Um, no, no, no. It's not Sylvaneth. I've muted him. Yeah. <laughs> <Awesome. He doesn't, laughs> That's the next know. question. No, I really want Cane due to I want them to be more skillful to play, if that makes sense. Like, I feel like it's too easy, and I want them to be fixed so it actually takes skill to play it, if that makes sense. Similar to, like, what Joel said about Sinesh. That's in what a way I want where as well, yeah. Where, for example, Hagnar, it can be the re-rollable ability where they can re-roll their fanatical faith, and then the five-up thing can be a prayer where only one unit can get it. Like if they can just switch that around, um, Hagnar, you'll start seeing people take the other ones because they go, oh, I can have the five up on that one unit if I take Drakey or whatever and stuff. Like give people like don't make it too obvious, if that makes sense, would be great. And I just want and I think daughters, they're a cool model range. Um, but at the moment, it's a bit too easy. And also, Marathi is busted. And I've had it, like, yeah. Everyone I think knows Liz- my thoughts on that. Lizzie Lockhart's nailed it as well. She said, bring back the Wanderers, but more importantly, the War Dancers. I miss yeah. those those little Wood Elf War Dancers. Yeah. How cool are they? They're cool. Um, but, yeah, that's it, really. I can't believe you muted me. What no, I, I can. I, I almost booted you in the stream earlier. So, um, we have we have wrapped up with the last of the listener questions, and I wanted to provide any of you an opportunity, like a wrestling promo. I'm going to put you on full screen if you want to do this to to uh, either promote yourself and say why you're going to win the event, trash talk your opponent in a very fun manner. Don't actually trash talk them and make them cry. 
Um, does it? Does anyone want to tell tell the the audience why they're going to win Masters, and like stare right in the barrel of the ca- camera and and cut your promo? I reckon Dave will be good at this. Go on, Dave. All right, I'm going to put Dave <laughs> on big stream. Dave, Dave, the Mango Mafia, the back to back master himself. Why are you going to win this? Got to figure out when the camera is right. <laughs> um. I'm going to win my first game because my first game's basically uh, already over. It's a walkthrough. Uh, best mission and probably the worst list going. Uh, and then from there, it's just going to be all up. And Gotrek's not coming, so, mate, i got this in the bag. It's all me, baby. Said, said like a master. Said like an absolute master. No Gotrek, which means nothing's going to stop the master. Does anyone want to retort? Anyone want to say say their their two cents? Bring it, Joel. <laughs> oh yeah, right. Yeah, Joel. <laughs> All right, where are we? There. Uh, I'm going to win because I'm running the Crutch Slanesh army. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate, Matt. Uh, um, I'm going to win because no one knows what my army does, and everyone's just. <laughs> <laughs> And I don't know what it does, but that's all right. I'll work it out as the weekend goes. No one will be able to kill me. I'll be just standing there with all my army at the end of the game, every game, laughing in your face. Yeah. Love it. Now, Ash is looking really awkward. Like, please don't look at me. I don't want to say it. Do you want to do it, Ash? <laughs> yeah, I can, I can wrap it up with this. Um, I reckon I'm going to win because no one knows what my army does either. Um, it'll also shoot off the Slanesh list. So, um, oh. yeah, with Gotrek not, not being there, I think we're all, we're all pretty good, right? <laughs> I I love how there's all these master level players and have all said pretty much I'm scared of Gotrek and, and but like Gotrek <laughs> is not really one of the event. I think you said Dave, you did really well with Gotrek, didn't you, the other weekend? Yeah, I did. He's boss. He's a baller. <laughs> <laughs> He's really good. Yeah, that's the reason why I took two of the exalted chariots for you. In case there was a Gotrek around, <laughs> one of them just takes him off the table. <laughs> That's why I've got two units of forty flagellants as well. Nice, yeah. I think we, I think we got a nice way to wrap this up. We've got two requests: one from Elizabeth asking for a Macho Man voice. Anyone want to take a stab at doing the Macho Man? No, you can. You do it, Magray. I just did it. Do it again, full screen. Nah, do it again, nah, full screen. You gotta nah. do it again. No, nah, no, nah, I want to nah. do something. Gotta do it. I want to do, I want to do the Hulk Hogan. Does anyone want to take a stab at Hulk Hogan? I don't Here's what I'm gonna saying. do, brother. He's good. No way. No way. <laughs> what you gonna do, brother, when the two-time master is coming wild at you? No, it was really bad. I'm not a Hulk fan. That Sorry, was horrible. Seth. That yeah. was really bad. I'm I'm the Rock. I'm all about the Rock. But uh, guys, this has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much for joining the stream. I wish you all the best of luck. I hope you guys have five fantastic games. I wish one of you becomes the master or retains the master. Uh, I'll be very curious to see who. Uh, how you guys go and who you're matched up with and, and what that outcome is. Uh, is there any, any shout-outs you guys want to make? If people wanted to chat to you further, where can they find you on the internets? Dave, you are okay. the master. You retain. <clears throat> yep. I'll go shout-out to me boys in uh, Mango Mafia, obviously, <clears throat> uh, the Briz Hammer crew. If you guys are looking for a really good event in Brisbane, I reckon the Chris Hammer boys put on the best tournaments <clears throat> in um, Queensland. And I've forgotten what else. 
I think that's it. All right. Well, best best of luck, and I'm looking forward to, to seeing all the photos with your shoes off and your power stance. I'll be power stancing it up big time. Joel. Coming for you. Um, I'll give a shout out to my boys as well. They're better than the Mango Mafia measured gaming. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so I reckon we run the best tournaments in Victoria, funnily enough. And, um, yeah, so shout out to those guys. Shout out to Bush Radio. Go listen to our podcast. Go watch our battle reports on measured, uh, measured gaming on YouTube. That's pretty much it. Find me at John McGrath MG on Twitter. Fantastic. We're, while, while we're talking clubs, we might as well bring up Ash. All right, yeah, I'll give a shout-out to Clan Filth. Um, we're one of the, the most competitive clubs in the, the whole scene, so um, I think that's pre- been proven two years in a row at Runax Team Tournament, so let's see some of those some of those team uh, spirits coming to, to the team tournaments. We'll see if we can, can get some competition going in there. Um, but I'm also, I'm also at Ash underscore McEwen on Twitter, so you can find me there. Such a nice person. You can't argue with that. You're like, oh, I, I want to. I'm like, I want to be mad at you, Ash, but I can't. You're such a nice person. <laughs> well, finally, Mayor. Uh, if when you're not, you know, kissing babies, you know, looking after old people and shaking their hands, you know, doing the mayoral duties, where can they find you? Uh, on the internet, um, Twitter, Facebook. Um, pretty easy to find. Uh, shout out to the Borderline Gaming crew um, from Aubrey Wodonga. Um, yeah. What's your Twitter handle? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> you, you'll, you'll probably put it underneath this video. I will. I'll, I'll, put, yeah. I'll put it all in yeah. the episode description on the podcast and on the, yeah, I'll do your work. Thanks. <laughs> Liam, hey. where, where can they find you? Uh, on t- Lol, I muted you. Best. No, you unmuted. Um, at Shadowhammer underscore on Twitter, um, on Facebook, and the Sydney page. Uh, my name, Liam Bennett Blue. I get, I li- yeah, people can message me asking for list advice or whatever. Um, and then on this show, clearly. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Also, shout out to Clan Filth as well. They're great. Great, great, great. All right, I'm going to end this with uh, Learn Train Play has, has said something. I'm not going to Masters this year, but I'll say finally, the coach has come back. To the masters. Uh, oh god, that was terrible. That was all right. That was all right. <laughs> we should just cut it there, I reckon. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. muted. Lols. All right, guys. This is an absolute pleasure. <laughs> Thank you very much. I wish you all the best of luck and uh let's see who wins it on the weekend. See you boys hey, for guys. Friday. Cheers, guys. See you, see you guys. Safe travels. Bye. Bye.